Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Total Generous Podcast. We are back in the studio. Three episode week again. Um, I know we didn't have last week again, but uh, glad to be back. We had a really good two weeks of NFL college football. Um, glad to have the boys back. Garrett, Kevin, how you guys doing? Good. Good. Married. Oh, yeah. Kay Morgan is now married since the last podcast. Well, I mean, I don't want to take all the blame, but that's part of the reason why we weren't able to do yes. last week's episode. Yes. I know Vegas hangover. So, But we're back, ready to go. Obviously, we had a ton of fun out there and uh, you did you did you nay it was oh, two kids time at my wedding two kids i barely was at your wedding i mean so. I, I had fun thanks man yeah yeah no I, I wanted to have fun it looked like a great wedding so how did you betting wise like overall um i did okay in college football okay um actually that's all i bet i didn't have time to put nfl bets in well the funny part is like this is my problem with you in betting you come <laughs> to our room as garrett and i are hanging out and Cody comes up here, you know, from the sports book. He's give, he's like, he's like, I got my bets, and I'm like, let's see him. I can't even get through <laughs> all of his fucking bets. Sixty ticket. He bet yes. every game. He's like, he bets every game. game. I'm I like, know, let's like, I know. let's have a strategy or a system here. Cody has a take on every college football. I know. Game. Yes, like know. he literally <laughs> takes a stance and he bets it. I just like, have doesn't feel great about any. Just feels good about them all and just bets but them fucking just all. How like? But you did okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm it breaks about, even. Yeah, that's I, the whole I know, point. I like breaking. That's what happens. But it's so much more fun that way. Like, no, I get it. I it, get it's it. It's so much fun when you have action in all these different places. You want a stake in every game. Yeah, like yeah. when you're if you have especially like, if you're in Vegas, you're at a sports book. I get it, but it's just have, really funny. Like, I, I couldn't even get through his know, fucking bet slips. Do you know the feeling of having a stack of bet slips in your wallet where you came and close it? Yeah, it's great. Ve- it's the best. Could, kind of sounds like you have a problem. No, it's a problem. It's a problem. Just because. But you know what? You're doing okay. I just want him to win. I just I want more from him. You know, I don't want you to go even. You know, if you got, I just want you to be confident about like, you know, four, four, five. I feel like it's way more stressful when you have. If you took all the money I put spread out over the the, the board and put it on like two games, I wonder if the bank teller fucking stressful. You know, the bank teller's like, I I got people in line back here, man. Can you fuck? He's like every single game is stalling. Yeah, Yeah, like the machine had to replace the fire because Cody's printing a hundred receipts out. Funny story. I'm gonna post the video on uh, our Instagram if I get the okay from Kevin. But um, we're at the wedding, and little backstory is Kevin K Morg's family is huge Notre Dame fans, and it's Notre Dame Clemson, which the fact that you had your wedding on Notre Dame Clemson when you know preemptively that that's the date is one thing, which I'm going to let that go for now. You can explain yourself after. But I'm in standing in the back. You know, I'm rocking the baby, and it's the maid of honors uh, speech. And I look over to the, the table where I'm at with, um, you know, K-Morg's family, and I see uh, K-Morg's grandpa is not listening to the speech whatsoever, <laughs> but has his phone propped up on his drink watching the end of Notre Dame Clemson. Yeah. And I'm like, that's where we come from. Yeah. Like, this is how this man. started. Yeah. You know, like this. Proud of every one of those units. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just awesome. It was just such a, I was just such a proud moment. Like, yeah. fuck this speech. Yeah. I'm going to watch this game. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was pretty pumped. Uh, I think it was right after uh, Kevin Taylor walked in. Well, now it's maybe a little bit after that, but I got a chance. 
give Kev the score update. Yeah. Oh. And obviously, oh. you know, I was, I was trying to, you it was know, funny. That's yeah. gotta be a great give him hand signs because we were winning. That's you gotta know? be a great feeling. You know, it's such, it was such a, like, it's a good feeling for me. And like, I had so many different score updates coming from different people yeah. all night. Just like, yeah. hey, 14-0. And it was like 21-0. And it was like 27. Well, like, then I, I, and then it's just like, we're fucking killing them. You and know, then, like, and then at like, a point it got to like, we're going to blow them out. Yeah, like, yeah. this game is fucking in the back. Like, it's not even close. And then I, I think you're dancing. I go over, I'm like, Bama went down. Yes, that was Bama the Bama goes one. down. And LSU you're like, beats Bama. You're like, how much time left? I'm like, no, game is over. Yeah. Bama just lost in overtime to LSU. Yeah. That was incredible. And then your uncle comes up to me and is like, Notre Dame money line. I hit it. Yeah. I hit it. Yeah, like, my uncle hit big. Yeah. That. I think so it was, was like huge. plus 230. Well, he saw me going into, because we were setting up some things early in the morning. I was just bringing things down to the reception. And he was like, hey, I'm thinking like putting some good money on Notre Dame. Like, what do you think money line or spread? And I was like, well, like the crazy part is the spread isn't even like that big in comparison to what I thought it would be. It could have been a bigger money line for sure. Yeah. Like, that's like what I it thought. could have been a bigger payout. The betters believed in both defenses. That's yeah. the only reason why. Yeah. So. Well, it just showed like, Everyone was saying what we thought is that Clemson was kind of like fraudy yeah. as five. I think Clemson's legit. <laughs> yeah. They're the best team in the country. Yeah. yeah. Second, well, second best. Yeah, like, I think they're so. But, yeah. No, but it's funny. So him and I are having that conversation. He's like, yeah, like, he's like, I'm thinking I maybe should like, I'm going to call Cody because I know you're busy and I'm going to like, you know, see what other bets I like. And I was like, don't, don't call Cody. <laughs> you're you're going to end up betting every game again like we talked about but i was like i'll just tell him what i like just take yeah. <laughs> you like everything that's the problem you can make his own decision. but i told him i was like yeah like if you're gonna do it bet you know money line and he won big which was huge was awesome because obviously he's a big notre dame fan too so that was, was a great it was a great weekend so little like my son obviously wasn't participating well so i had to walk him around which was kind of nice because i got to walk and see like Go by a place, see the scores, watch a little bit of the game. Well, yeah, and, and Caesars, which is awesome. Yeah. And Caesars, a great yeah. sports book. Uh, the bartender was a different story when he gave me that drink, oh, but we'll we'll save that one for a different time. Cody has bad luck with uh, dealers, bartenders, things like that in Vegas. He's the problem. He, he's, there's a common not, denominator. Ready, yeah, <laughs> like, he's ready to acknowledge it. He's kind of the problem. My, he wouldn't give me a beer because I had my son in the stroller next to me. It's like somewhat I understandable. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't either. I'm like, you want me to go drop my son off in the corner over there and then come back and grab it? <laughs> no, he's me? like, maybe. Maybe you shouldn't drink with your son. <laughs> Maybe that's what you ever think about that one, guy? Yeah. All right, let's Whatever. get into let's this get weekend's into game. So yeah. while we were there, um, I want to say it was Friday night, uh, the Astros win the World Series. Six games. Yeah. Hate it. Um, yeah, I mean, it is yeah. what it is, honestly. Uh, obviously, none of us wanted the Astros to win, but there's some underlying good stories in this. Dusty Baker, the... Fuck him. You know, I, I was happy for him. I still I, don't think that's an underlying good story. It is. I mean... Why, I, I why is it? Because he's old? Yeah, basically. No, the story? Like the, why is it a good story? Like what, yeah. what's, what's well, I mean, you're the winningest coach without a World Series win. I mean, he's been a good coach. People so like what? him. Um, I don't like him. Yeah, Trey Mancini. I like Trey Mancini. I do like Trey. Trey okay. Mancini. That, they, that, that, other than that, I just fuck him. I mean, other than that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Altuve, fuck him. Guriel, fuck him. Yeah. Bregman, fuck him. Yeah. But then, did you guys see the story after they fired their assistant GM two days later? I saw that. Fired, or I thought the no, it wasn't. GM he wasn't. Yeah, he didn't get fired. He's not he, renewing his contract. Yeah, he wanted more money. He wanted yeah. more money. And, and Astros said, said no. no. Yeah. And then they turned around and gave the president the fat contract like two days later after that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, regardless, baseball is over now. I know we didn't get into it much this year, but um, yeah, I wish Harper would have won it. Obviously, been, it would, that would have been a uh, good story. That would have been a better story. Yeah, I, think. I mean, Schwarber, didn't, Schwarber didn't do great. When it came down, he had a couple good home runs, but he didn't do much in the World Series itself. But then Harper played really well. Castellanos played pretty well. So, yeah. um, but it was a good series. Yeah, Phillies played know, well. Exciting. Astros played. I better. mean, Astros yeah. were the the best team, or of a top three, top two best team all year. 
they deserve this. They're I the mean. new Cardinals, you know, yeah. like oh. us growing up. Like Verlander, too. You see, guys, see that? Opted they opted out. Opted out. Opted out. Yeah, interesting. That'll be, you know, that's a money move. He wants. I, he's I, surprising. Money. I think at that point, at his point in his career, he's ton, made tons of money. Now he's, win, you know, well, won. he's thinking at this point, I've won it enough. Now he's won it, what two or three now with them. Mm-hmm. So he's just thinking like, okay, I'm gonna go for the big contract, play another three years, and call it a day. Yeah. But he is still elite, which is crazy to yes, say. He like, he's been elite for like our entire life. Yeah, and he kind of he has another, life. He kind of has another gear too in the playoffs. No, yeah, you know you see it, and he's rare for a pitcher. And he might win the Cy Young again to turn year. it on, like yeah. you know. But uh, it'd be interesting because I, I really want to get into it this off season with baseball. Is you know winter meetings that heats up. I think the hot stuff in baseball is just about as exciting as anything else in the off season in sports. There's a ton of moves always. Yeah. Ton of moves. A lot so. of optimism created amongst fan bases. Yeah. you know because of it. So. All right, let's get into it. College football. Um, I thought the weekend was just okay. What, do you think it was a good weekend of college football? It was all right. You have these next two that are going to be kind of okay. But that's it. That's it. But then, but then you get into rivalry, rivalry, rivalry Whoa. week. Whoa. My W's. There, there were some good games. I mean, the yeah, Washington-Oregon was, okay. was a great game. That was a good yeah. game. You know? uh, TCU-Texas wasn't like fireworks, but, but it was a good yes, game. But yes, the LSU-Arizona upsets. You see, I mean, we got some Yeah, no, we'll games. talk about it. But like yeah. LSU-Arkansas, that game for me, again, everyone was talking about the line. You know, minus three and a half LSU. Yeah. Like, they should take care of business here. Why is it so weird? I thought going into it, I, I felt like this was the game LSU was going to lose for some reason. It got hyped up too much much in my mind too many people were like lsu's gonna lose lsu's gonna lose i think that backfired on the public you know what i mean like I mean, lsu's Arkansas reading all that spread you, you, lsu's reading all that right you They're heard like, you read a ton on L- them saying <laughs> lsu's gonna lose yeah no there was a lot I, of I momentum a lot on of that, that. I, I, kinda, thought, I thought i was a lot of people were pick, saying no that. a lot of people were picking arkansas to win this game okay um they thought it was Without a fishy line too yeah but it's a tough game for lsu coming off that you know I just think Arkansas is tough, like in the trenches where it matters against a team like LSU. Like Jaden Daniels, they're not a team that's gonna like just throw the ball light lights out, you know, take you down. They're a physical, tough team, and you know, talent wise, they were better than Arkansas at the end of the day, and that's why they got it done here. Um, I I'm just not buying LSU really. Clinches the SEC. Clinches West. the SEC West. Good for them. But if you only beat Arkansas by three points, the Georgia Bulldogs are really gonna Destroy put something it. on. They still got to play uh, Texas A&M, who like. Yeah, the who, like, like, who again is like an Arkansas. Yeah, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, yeah, you're gonna they're have to beat them. Fire right now. They are a dumpster fire, but again, like they're are dumpster they... fire who like almost beat Bama. Yeah, same as played, Arkansas. Played you know? some like, real close games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I hate them, but I think the SC West is so down this it year. It is very yeah. down. It's crazy to look at. Like, and again, I, LSU's overranked. I think because of that, so is Ole Miss and right, even right. Bama to an extent at this point. But it's for like. Sure. You know, other than that, like it's a really down season for them. So, but I mean, regardless, hey, though, I know you guys hate this. Yeah, but I know you're gonna say you got to give Brian Kelly a ton of credit, like what he's done to change. I mean, it's not much of a that much of a different roster than they had last year. I mean, you get Jaden Daniels, which I don't even think he's that good, but the fact that what he, he's, he's turning around this program yeah. this fast. And to be honest, this is probably the worst team he's gonna have at LSU. Like he's gonna get well, his he's guys get in better, there. of yeah. course. Yeah, I think like a team standpoint. Right. But also, it was opportunistic in the sense that he is a good, consistent coach. He knows how to win. He can. He's gonna find stability in an unstable program, right? Whereas the other programs in the SC West this year were so down and so unstable that yeah. he just took advantage of that because he is a better coach and a better, you know, a difference maker in that aspect. And he wins SC West. Good for him. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think. We know Brian Kelly's a good coach. Yeah. We've, we've, I mean, he's. We knew he'd be, he'd do well there. The recruiting's gonna, do, you know, be good there. They're gonna win the games they should win. Uh, I am impressed. I was, I was impressed by, you know, the win against Bama. Just 
from a psyche standpoint because he doesn't win those games. Right. Yeah, you've been critical about the big game with Brian Kelly for a while. Yeah, we got 11 years of, you know, evidence. Get, of getting close. Yeah. And never, and never converting that two-point conversion, which yeah. he did in LSU. Yeah, I think if I would have given you 10,000 to 1 odds for LSU to win the West preseason, you would have been like, yeah, that's no probably chance, not high enough. Yeah. Like it's no shot, so I would have wasted my money. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, you would have thought there's no shot. You know, you would have put Ole Miss ahead of them. You would have put Bama obviously ahead of them. I mean, so the the fact that they they won the West, I think, is very very impressive. And you're one with Brian Kelly. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, cash that win total too over. That was big LSU? this weekend. Yeah. All right. Purdue thirty one, Illinois twenty four. Frauds? I mean, I don't even care. I just think the story is that the Big Ten West is just so bad. So bad. Like, it's not even that, like, Illinois, like, whatever. They're good for Illinois. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. a good program for Illinois. Like, did anyone actually think they were a top 15 team? Probably not. No, but. but what? Th- I think what this, the team that this hurts the most is Michigan. Because. Or Ohio State. No, not Ohio State necessarily because they don't play Illinois. Michigan does. I don't think it hurts them at all. I I think it's just the Big Ten as a. Well, resume-wise. It doesn't, though, because, like. I, exactly. If, if I, Michigan you, beats yeah. Ohio State, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. No, but it does because in this scenario, right, if. If Illinois kept winning, they won the last two games and not lost the last two games, Michigan beats them, and they lose a close game to Ohio State, now you're putting up resumes with potentially a Tennessee with both one losses, and now this helps Michigan's resume a little bit. I, I think it could have helped. I could have helped them Maybe if Illinois was the second win to where, yeah. whereas Tennessee has Bama and Georgia. Or, I mean, I mean LSU obviously and Bama. They're, I mean, obviously, if Michigan beats I, Ohio State, it doesn't matter. Like, if, Tennessee's, but, if Tennessee's the team that they're like in that scenario... The committee's going to take the SEC over the Big Ten this year, and that's not just because of Illinois. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's all it all matters about that Ohio State Michigan game. Yeah, obviously. We're if they do, if that comes to, into a field goal, right? And it's like a you know anybody's game. I, I get it. Yeah, I, I think, can see how it could make a difference. I, I just think I just think the story is that the Big Ten West is just so down this year. I, I just think it hurts both of them. I think it hurts everything. You just have such a dominant East where you have Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. And Michigan State when they're good, like those are elite, elite, you know, yeah. blue chip esque programs right there on one side. And the other side is Wisconsin, Nebraska, who should be good. They're both terrible this year, and it just both fire their coaches. Yeah, and it's it's just not the uh, not the Big Ten we're used to. So, I mean, I I just think that's the storyline. Illinois, you know, what is it, like a three way tie in the West now? Was mm. it, was it Purdue, Purdue, Illinois, Illinois and, and maybe uh, Iowa. 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 Iowa's coming back out of nowhere. To, yeah. Do they save his job? And, and Minnesota's right well, there Ferentz too. Is like yeah, gone. Well, Fer- well, I mean, the Suns' job maybe, probably, because yeah. again, they're kind of still in it. I mean, who knows? Who cares? I know who cares. All right, Vandy twenty-four, Kentucky twenty-one. Vandy snaps a twenty-six game SEC losing streak. Brutal. Um, to just, Kentucky, who's a ranked team, by the way. Ranked. Oh, well, they were ranked. In theory, tonight. they were a ranked team. Um, Look up Will Levis' stats while we're talking about this. Yeah. I mean, again, good for Vandy. Good for Clark Lee. Former Notre Dame defensive coordinator. Really excited about them. We knew Vanderbilt was better this year. It was only a matter of time before he built them. I wouldn't even say built them to this. Yeah, let's calm down. Well, I was going to say, it's only a matter of time before they broke this You know, No, but they have been competitive. They They've been more competitive. I oh, know absolutely. they get blown out by the big dogs. Even last year, they were competitive-ish. <clears throat> this was the season to where, again, they beat up their non-conference games, and they were competitive in a lot of their SEC games. Obviously not against the Georgias and things like that. However, you know, against the South Carolinas, against the Kentuckys, they were in those ball games, and they ended up winning this one. So, good for them. Really but, good for them. But again, the storyline, Garrett, if you have the stats in front of you right now, I mean, they're bad. 
Will Levis again, dude. I don't get it. I, I there's can't, he should the, not be drafted in the first three rounds. No, I mean he's a borderline like uh, at least he's I a test. fucking tight end. Like the guy, he's the guy's almost like end. a like a like you sign him after the draft and you let him come to camp and and see if you can capitalize on his physical ability. Yes, but like as a tight end, but like someone will take him obviously, but because they're gonna listen to yeah, him. they're gonna think yes. they're also gonna think he's like half Taysom Hill or something like uh, that. I think that which they, may be they want oh, Taysom Hill's way faster. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Well, what were we, we, the numbers? We, we did here. this comp. Yeah, what were his numbers? Okay, so right now he's got two thousand passing yards, tied for seventy first in the nation. Oh. Yeah, sixteen touchdowns and nine picks. Yeah, that's terrible. QBR fifty four point three, tied for seventy third in the nation. Yeah, look at and tell me the Vanderbilt and like he's got some teams stats. on there that you ju- you just blow out that you pad your stats. Miami of Ohio, um, he's NIU, uh, Missouri, like. Shouldn't like, and he hasn't done well again. Two thousand, you know, thousand yards passing at this point of the season is bad. And I want to say against Vanderbilt, Youngstown State, Young. I want to say Vanderbilt under two hundred yards. We oh, had yeah, like a hundred, yeah, hundred, like barely a hundred oh, yards. I think. Right? Yeah, I'll show you. So what? he's got like, he's got. Let's see. I knew he threw a pick. I think his completion percentage was like fifty percent in the game. Like, we're talking about a guy that they have literally the as, third overall prospect. Yes. And like tied for third with like Bryce Young and like Will Anderson's too. How do you watch Bryce Young go play a football game and then you watch Will Levis go play a football game and you're like, oh, I don't know who I take. Well, and the funny part is again, <laughs> Kentucky everywhere else is pretty good too. He had 109 yards, 11 for 23 and a pick. Yeah, like 11. He had 11 completions against Vanderbilt. Like Are you in a game where you needed Under to throw 50%. the ball and win. Under 50 percent. Under 50 percent. Like unbelievable. I'm convinced. I don't think Mel Kiper Jr. watches college football. Someone is going to ruin their franchise if they take. Someone's going to ruin. I mean, at least I don't think he goes in the first round anymore. I really don't. Oh, I don't know. I think you that, still think there's a chance. Yeah, because if 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 he's even close to a first round pick, which I think, and he's going to have a great combine. That's exactly. Yes. Will. So by the end, of, physically, he by will the end have of the numbers. season. He's still somewhere in the flirting with the first round, which he still is. Like one game, they won't they won't drop him out of the number three overall pick. But it's been all year. To, I know. But they but they they I have know, this, I know. You know? I and so understand it. As There's long just as some, he's yeah. a fringe first rounder, which I think he'll be like a mid first rounder like uh, projection, and then he goes into the combine, he's gonna wow people with you know his he'll physical have good ability. Combine numbers. And he's, he's gonna he's, he's athletic. Mayo in his I think he's gonna coffee. be a top he's ten pick. Big, he's physically he's athletic. But let's not forget he had a transfer out of Penn State. Because he couldn't beat out Sean Clifford. He goes to Kentucky. He doesn't elevate their team at all. Dude, he had 98 passing yards against Tennessee. Yeah. Who has a, one but, of the worst secondaries in the country? Yeah, the worst pass defense. Oh one of the worst pass defense. Like, it's his bad. Last, his last three games, 98 yards, 170 yards, and 109 yards. And, and the funniest part, too, is Completion like... Completion percentage, 59, 68, 47, with three touchdowns and four picks. The guy's been a dumpster fight. When you watch the fire. game and you're like, okay... Chris Rodriguez, their running back, is the best player on the field. Oh, he's a, you know what I mean. Like he's away. the one yeah, that's he's elevating this team. Right. It's like Will Levis is making this team worse. That's just a fact. I agree. Like yeah. Chris Rodriguez had like a six-yard run. Like the offensive line's not the problem. It's your fucking quarterback. Right. Like and if he's a first-round draft pick, like I said, I just don't think these NFL scouts are watching college football games. Like yeah. you, you can't be. You can't be. You really can't. We talked about it. They, they, uh, in my opinion, I, they want him to be Josh Allen. That's his pro comp. Big physical guy, big arm, athletic. They want him to be Josh Allen, who wasn't overly impressive in college, didn't have great numbers no. at Wyoming, but better, but like, you than, know, better he had, than this. He had like big numbers, but he had a lot of picks and things like that. An Whereas accurate like, guy. 
and they and Jen's I get it, thing. combine guys and like you know, especially quarterback guys, like they find they make their money on finding that gem. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? The Josh Allen, the Trey Lance, but at least Josh Allen and Trey Lance, like jury's still out on Trey Lance. Put things on tape. No, I agree, yeah. but I'm just saying, like at least in college, like they put things oh, on yeah. tape. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's Will Levis's tape gonna be? Just standing there, <laughs> looking like a physical freak yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Like he has jumping, nothing. Jumping at the combine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be in the. Uh, he'll be on the 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 cutoff sleeveless. Yeah. He'll yeah. Just be walking around. They'll be like, "Fuck, running a 40. This guy's a guy. That guy's a quarterback. Yeah. This guy's a quarterback. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. I'm tired. All right. Bama thirty. Ole Miss twenty four. Um, I watched most of this game. I think maybe all of it. Yeah. I watched like a ton of this game. I don't know what it is, but. It feels like Bama is not very talented outside of Bryce Young. No, they're not. Like, Bryce Young elevates that team so much. Yeah. And we've never seen that out of a Bama team where it's one player and everyone else is kind of just following along or getting pulled by that guy. Right. And it seemed like that for the last few weeks. Well, it's always opposite. It's always opposite. Yeah. It's always a... Bama's unreal everywhere else. Okay, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely opposite now. Like, how bad would this team be without Bryce Young? Well, we saw it in the A&M game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we they, know they how did, bad they did yeah. win that game. Though. Yeah, but barely. That's the yeah. point. They, they would be against a three around and, there. Yeah, and yeah. A&M's three and six. So, yeah, you yeah. Know, they no, weren't not a good team. They'd be around there. Yeah, I think that's the point. Yeah, it's just they'd be like the fourth or fifth best team in the SEC West. Because Bama fans are gonna say, "Oh, well, we're you know two plays away from being undefeated still." You're also two plays away from having four losses. <laughs> exactly. So if you want to yeah. use that argument, you're two and two in those close games. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They so. cancel themselves out. You're lucky you have two losses. Yes. Is let's talk about Ole Miss first. Ole Miss were are I think they're a good football team still. Were they ranked too high? Probably. I think they're good. I don't think they're great. I think they're kind of you know they're a top twenty-five who, who, team. If you you but like they're more fifteen to twenty than they are one to fifteen. Uh, yes, they're they're, like, they're not a top ten team. I don't. I think well, that's they were pretty, what, they eleven going yeah. into this. So I mean, I didn't hate that for them. I mean, if you look at eleven through six, they've won eleven no, through sixteen. Neutral field, yeah. Ole Miss versus them. Yeah, close games. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you could have an argument against it, but I don't think that it's like dramatic yeah no i like judkins are running back like he's a dude like they're better on defense than they have been in other years like they're not a bad football team again they, this was more of a case of one kiffin always plays saving really tough yeah. which is funny they keep saying like oh he's never beaten saving never beaten saving but he's the only one that's like consistently in every ball game with saving so i'll give him that i think ole miss should have won this game oh, if you watch the, if you yeah. watch the first half especially definitely. ole miss was destroying yeah. Bama. Oh, yeah. they were running it down their throat yes turnovers and going for it on you know fourth Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking, he went for it within the fifteen yeah, that one like, time on like fourth and three. Uh, yeah, and on the f- their first drive of the game. Yeah, it's like uh, dude, just first drive of the game. Take, take some care points. Of it. Yeah, take some points. so I mean, I mean, you know, we'll we'll talk Kiffin in a little bit, but uh, yeah, they're a good football team. I don't, I don't necessarily. I know you guys really like Jackson Dart. I think he's okay. I he don't, had a bad game. He had a bad game. You guys, I just don't think too. he's that great. I don't know. Did you see that face mask? That was yeah, that was really bad. The is, officiating was also really bad. Officiating yeah, too. on both sides across like, the SEC was, just was terrible this weekend. Yeah. Um, Bama, yeah. Are we closing the book on it? You can't, unfortunately. As much as I want to on the dynasty. Oh, on the dynasty? No, hell no. Oh, dynasty's wide open still. Yeah. You, you think me? the Bama dynasty's wide open oh, still? Oh yeah. Well, okay. Like, still have the best player in the country. Chapter? Probably Are we in the last chapter though. 
What is Saban's contract? Ten more years? Seven years? Eight years? Yeah, yeah we're not in the last. I mean, no, like, okay. trust me, there's still a world that Saban, again, with the boosters, and he can do his thing, no problem. But it, it's definitely a lot harder. Don't get me wrong. It's, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think what hurt Bama this year is their transfer portal guys haven't performed the way that they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Burton? Yeah, Jermaine Burton, mm-hmm. receiver. He was the number one receiver in the portal this year, and he just hasn't played up to it at all. Um, I think they got they got another receiver who's not been good from the portal. So I think they just kind of – they didn't whiff on the portal because they got the guys everyone wanted. But those guys just haven't performed. I think if they do a better job with those guys performing, they're going to be just fine. I think well, – I just like it. You know, the talent is way more spread now. Yes. You know, it's been great, which, I mean, I love from a college football standpoint. We're just used to, again, the dominance and damage. Yeah. It's just not there anymore. I think I think uh, it's in Georgia. What's going to hurt there? What's going to hurt that? That's my point. What's going to hurt the dynasty? Bama will be continue to be a top five team every year, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe they'll lose a game and drop like this year, mm-hmm. but they're gonna be top five. But the problem is, is Georgia is so good now, and and they have established. I mean, they're they're a machine at this point, mm-hmm. and every year they're going to have to go up against that machine. And I just. I think they're a little bit better, and they're going to continue to be a little bit better. Well, also, I think has been telling, too, that I was thinking about this the other day is because a lot of people have been giving a lot of Bill O'Brien heat for what's going on on the offensive side of the ball. I saw something that was like, oh, if you just let Bryce Young call the plays and do his own thing, they'd win every game, which, you know, whatever it is what it is. Bryce Young's a stud. but um, Not an O coordinator, though. I just think yeah, it's telling. No, he's not, of course. But I think it's telling that, you know, since Kirby has left, their defense has not been elite. Yeah. You know, since and even this year, you know, their DBs – are not very good. I'd say their DBs might be their worst part of their team. And Mel Tucker was their DB coach back in the day, you know, like since he left. And then beyond that, Mario Cristobal was their offensive line coach. Their offensive line isn't, has not been that good this year either. Like, you know, his can't run the ball. Yeah, they can't. Their coordinators that, you know, were a big part of that dynasty are all now gone. Well, the kid, the guy from uh, Maryland too was really good with them. Yeah. He was their offense coordinator before, um, What's his name? Before Bill Bryan was and before uh, before Sark was there yeah, and so, Kiffin. Yeah. I wonder so, if it's a little bit of both of what you're saying. You're you're saying that their skill players outside of Bryce Young just really aren't there. Mm-hmm. You're pointing out their coaching. Yeah, maybe it's their players are there, but that, the coaching. Yeah. Just I'm kind of leaning toward you know? that. Uh, because, because they do, dra- I mean, they, they're draft, still a top five recruit every, every year. Yeah, no, they're, they're yeah, they're getting dudes, and maybe it's maybe it's more. I of, think it's more of that. Yeah, if I'm thinking, because yeah. again, like these are guys that are also successful where they're at right now, outside of Mel Tucker this year. But like Crystal Ball is extremely successful at Oregon. Kirby's obviously Kirby. Like you know, Maryland had a good start this year, but you know, Maryland's, he might get fired. Maryland's much better, and they're good offensively yeah. actually. Is this, which is, is what this Bill O'Brien's is. third year? I. Mm. Uh, He's been three years there, but this is his second year as offensive coordinator. Because he was like an analyst there when Sark was still there. Sark right. was there? Yeah. Okay. But yes, this is his second year as the offensive coordinator. I would not be surprised if some moves were made in the offseason, though. Oh, I think for sure. Yeah, Saban's not going to. I think that's where Saban's looking. Mm-hmm. I think he's looking at his coaches right now. I don't think he's looking at his players as much. Because yeah. he's looking at his players. He's like, I have the best offensive player and I have the best defensive player this year. Yeah. Like, we should be able to, again, find those holes and make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what he's looking at this year. Yeah, I'm. it's hard to argue that. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see. I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's, it's the players and, and the coaching because, you know, they found ways to – I just – I mean – I don't know you. You don't have a Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle, right? You no. just you just don't, and you have guys that are kind of. And if you did, but you're not, but you're not going to have that every year, right? But they have. They but were. They, but but what they have now is is Bryce Young. Yeah. So it's like they they should. You he, know? he makes players better. Bryce Young. Saw, like yeah, Bryce Young is a college quarterback. Like maybe not statistically, but just watching him play, 
I think he's better than Tua. Yeah. Tua had the yeah. schemes and yes. the receivers and you know things like I mean, yeah. not, not, nothing is him, but Bryce Young is ridiculous back there. Another segment I was thinking that we need to do is best players in college football that never won a national championship because that's gonna be Bryce Ooh. Young, Ian Book, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> They're one and two. <laughs> They're one and two. But like, I mean, Br- Bryce won his freshman year under Mac Jones, but still, like, he never won it as a starter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know yeah, as mean? a starter, like, when you're the guy, that's gonna yeah. be upsetting. I mean, I'm not mad because Bama didn't win, but like. I do think Bryce Young is that caliber, you know. Oh, but watching him the last two years, like, he does deserve it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. He is an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on from them. Uh, UCF takes care of Tulane at Tulane, 38-31. UCF's a good football team. Yeah, this is a battle so of Tulane. The, the group of five to yeah. be on the New Year's Six games. Mm-hmm. Um, should have been game day, right? They should have went to game day in Tulane. I think they deserve that. Where two was it? Was, was it in Washington? Washington? It was, was it? in Texas. Oh, in okay. Texas, TCU. Second time this year. Yeah. They went to Austin, which, whatever, but... No, Tulane would have been cool. Um, UCF, you know, quarterback is John Reese Plumley out of uh, Ole Miss. He transferred out after Jackson Dart came over. Um, and then Gus Mel's on at UCF. You know, he's doing a nice job down there his first year, or second year there. Um, UCF coming off that big win against Cincinnati the week prior, so good football team. Yeah. Do you think he gets another job? Who? Malzahn? Uh, not this year. I don't think. I don't think he's a fit anywhere that's open. Interesting. I mean, do you? I think. I think Wisconsin would be an interesting spot for him. Mm. No. I mean, I don't think it. It's happens. hard to see a guy go from SEC to yeah. up there. I don't know. It just, I mean, you saw. You see, what's his name at Illinois? Bielema. Yeah, Bielema. but he was a Wisconsin guy first. Yeah. Like yeah. he didn't fit Arkansas from in my mind. Okay. He fit. He fits more up there. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he's yeah. an Iowa guy. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, anything else to add? I mean, I think UCF's pretty good. We'll see. Yeah, I think they're going to be the team. They're, they're, they'll be the group of five team. Yeah. Uh, Georgia takes care of Mississippi State 45-19. This was a game that you thought maybe would be a slip-up game for Georgia. Yeah, I thought Mississippi State had a chance to cover. Um, it was a little closer in the first half. I think Georgia pulled away in the second half convincingly, kind of dominated the game in the second half. Um, officiating was fucking terrible in this game. Did anyone watch this? I didn't see this one. Uh, there were some plays in the first half that, I mean, let's be real. Georgia didn't need any, doesn't need any fucking help from anyone. Like they're the best team in the country, and they, they Mississippi State they should walk through. But they, there were some calls that went their way that kind of gave them momentum. And I, I mean, I thought they're going to win the game regardless. I thought it'd be a little bit closer, but um, it is what it is. SEC officiating just been it was just been bad. It's been bad for the last few years. What's funny is Mississippi State fans are up in arms about this game, right? About the about the officiating, right? They didn't think they were going to win, but they thought the three calls, three big calls in this game all went Georgia's way. And what would that have done to the final score? That's what, I, that's what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, what are we talking if about If you're a Mississippi here? State fan and your argument is, and I don't, I, I haven't heard this, but obviously, like, you have, oh, you know, we know we weren't going to win, but, like, right. that's such a soft argument. Just stop. Just stop. Well, the don't funny stop, the, yeah, the, it, the funny thing about this, does anyone remember the Mississippi State-Memphis game last year when yeah, Mississippi the, State got the bag, fucked? The punt one, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the punt. They got fucked and they lost the game? Yeah. It was the same crew. Mm-hmm. It was the same crew, so they were uh, up in arms. But regardless, Georgia takes care of business. I think it's an impressive win with the fact that they came off in a very emotional win over Tennessee. Um, it could have been a letdown spot on the road, but they take care of business. Did you say they were the best team in the country? Yeah, I thought I heard best yeah. team in the country. They are. They're one team in the country right now. But are they the best team? We'll see. You, you said best team yeah, in you the said country. Right the now, they're the best team. team in the country. Interesting. That's very interesting. Tones are yeah. changing. Yeah. No, they're not. I'm keeping the same fucking energy. 
that we had in the group text. So. All right. Uh, Washington in a late night Pac-12 game. They end up outlasting Oregon 37-34. Bo Nix goes down late in the fourth quarter. Um, tough football game. You know, I think Washington's a good football team. I think Oregon's a good football team. These are, um, and this was a game that you kind of felt like if Oregon was a slip up, it probably was going to be. This I was. One. I, I didn't think Washington. I mean, good football team. Yes. Yeah. I did not think that they would make this the game that it yeah. was. Yeah. Disappointing for Oregon. Very. Uh, just very, a, another letdown for for a program. A late season. You know, it doesn't matter the coach. Doesn't matter the quarterback. They find a way to drop a game late. They're always close. Did, See why I'm I'm curious your take. Obviously, I know who you think your Pac-12 representative is going to be, but it, I think this is bad. This was a bad bad weekend for the Pac-12, and I know we'll touch into another game in a minute. But this was Pac-12 has slowly been creeping up and looking really good and and optimistic about their yeah. chances. And the and, committee was and feeling them. Some of them. And and yeah, this was weekend was bad for I the think, Pac-12. I think the it hurts me. It kills me to say. I think the Pac dug their grave this weekend there's one team that can yeah. get out, get out of it and i don't i don't i, I just don't see it i don't see it them. happening mm-hmm. I, I told came over the day i just don't see it happening now um you know obviously like that's why like i root for the pack and you want as many teams have opportunity to make it to that playoff and they essentially just crushed that this weekend so um well the other game again we're obviously yeah we can get it. into it well arizona 34 ucla 28 so another one late in UCLA in too at, in UCLA in home. This was Bowl. much more disappointing than the Oregon game. Well, yeah, I mean because the Oregon game, I thought Washington's a good football team. Washington's a better team than Arizona. And, yeah, and then also, sure. the way that game ended at the like, if Bo Nix doesn't get hurt, I don't know if they win the game, but I think it's a lot different the way it ends for as far as like how it came down to the wire. Like they threw in Tyler Thompson. Is that his name? Ty Thompson. Ty, Ty Thompson. Thompson yeah. And he started for him before, though. The play calling with him was just got really funky, and like they threw their whole offense out of whack. I mean, you got to blame the defense for giving up. They were up what seven with like four minutes left, ended up losing by three. So you got to blame the defense. But it was I don't know. I I think that whole game changed when he went down. Whereas UCLA just laid an egg to Arizona, and no Arizona can score. You know their offense has been good all year, but their defense is really bad, and UCLA scores points at will on everyone this year and they just didn't do it and bad letdown game for for them yeah i mean so so to touch on the pack i mean essentially sc wins out or or they're done they're done and and sc is gonna have to go ucla mm -hmm. notre dame and the pac-12 representative right opposite of them which who is it looking like it's probably gonna be utah Utah, right depending on who wins the utah Utah oregon game game. (sighs) which is this weekend yeah which is gonna be a great game yeah it's gonna be a great game so utah again yeah, you. Yeah, in Oregon. I, I gotta think if you're SC, you want Utah. Yes, 100. percent Right, but given the way that game went, depending, on, depending on Bo Nix's health. Some yes. Of, well, yeah, and some he, of, he's gonna try to play this weekend, I guess. Yeah, some of the uh, was it ankle, ankle high ankle high sprain, sprain probably. Well, SC fans feel like they got they is, got uh, robbed. Is, I'm sorry, bit. is a high ankle sprain like the most like? Yes. Yeah, high ankle high ankle sprain is the worst. Like it well, sucks, but it's funny. It's like he could play next week, but now Cooper Cup's on IR. Well, the it's thing, just the severity. The, well, I know, but like the, the severities I'm saying are like the, super extreme. Like a grade one versus a grade three. It's extreme. It's huge difference. Well, huge difference. Like it's almost bigger than an ACL like sprain and ACL tear. A bad, a bad high ankle sprain is worse than breaking a bone. That's what. That's what. Hundred percent. The recovery time. Yeah. Way worse than because you're going to feel it forever. The it's, thing about that Oregon game too is Bo Nix was doing jumping jacks on the sideline. <laughs> When they're on offense, I'm like, ready. put it's, them in the fucking game. Yeah, but 
uh, he was trying to go in and they're holding him if out you've, if you had won- a high ankle sprain i'll tell you i've had a, high, a couple of high, high ankle sprains it's lateral movement and oh. so jumping up and down is not nearly as taxing but when you go to plant and your ankle gives out well, and rolls over if you have a healthy quarterback yeah. that you know was competing with bo nicks for the starting job it's not like this guy is a slouch and also it's not this guy was a five star and also you know yeah he's but- mobile like he can do it i understand what you're saying from a you know, Ponix is a Heisman candidate this year. You know, he's doing awesome. But yeah, again, and to bring a in guy that off moment, the, am I going to have a healthy guy or a guy with a high ankle sprain? You know, like yeah, but to bring a guy in off the bench, cold in a one position game against top twenty five team in the country, like but they ran the ball anyway, and, he, and it was they they, they didn't they, get it. Yeah, I mean, but they run the ball if Ponix is in the game. Like that's I don't know. I think it changed the game pretty pretty heavily. I think it changed the defense's mind more than it does. Yeah, the they offense. knew they knew they're going to run the ball. Like they would have ran the ball anyway potentially with Bo Nix, but it just gives you the option. It's just the the psyche of the team. Too. Yeah, no, you don't I get got it. your guy. I, I get it. But UCLA, man, fuck, like that was bad, really bad, really bad, really bad. All right, let's get into the uh, big t- Big Twelve action. Kansas State beats the shit out of Baylor, thirty-one-three. Um, Kansas State, <laughs> they as, were dogs. I think the big. The Big 12 in general is just a mindfuck to me this year. Like, Baylor being as bad as they've been. TCU, again, and we'll talk about them in a second. But then, like, Kansas State loses last week to Texas and then blows out Baylor. And then they blow out Oklahoma State the week before. Like Kansas is kind of good. Kansas is good. Kansas is great. Oklahoma's 5-5. Five and five. They're terrible. 2-3 like, and three in the Big – or 2-4 and four in the Big 12? I just can't make – Heads or tails. Kansas State is a weird team. This they year. are. They are very. They weird. are a weird team. I mean, they. Some weeks they look unreal. Dude, dist- I mean, anytime you shut someone out. Yeah. That's. You shut out a top fifteen team at least at the time. In yeah. K State. Spencer Sanders a forty-eight quarterback. to zero. Yeah. And then you go and you lose to Texas, mm-hmm. and then you absolutely destroy. Who also Baylor. Texas doesn't look good anymore. Like no. Yeah, Big Twelve is weird, and TCU like. Who really believes in well, TCU? TCU beats Texas 17-10 in a game that was a complete dud. It was a game day. It was supposed to be the biggest game. And everyone you know, <clears> thought <throat> Texas was going to take care of business. And Texas was seven-point seven favorite. favorites. I thought that was wide to begin with. That's some um, disrespect to TCU. Absolutely. The disrespect crap. TCU has gotten this year is insane. I know. Um, and even in this game, like they didn't play well. Cause the, and that's the problem with TCU. You're the number four-ranked team in the nation, yeah. and you're seven-point dogs to a, what, three-loss Texas yeah. team? Now four? Oh my God. Now four-loss. Like Some bulletin board material. <laughs> the <right> disrespect <laughs> is outrageous. <laughs> but, like... Again, they don't play well again, and they they would beat seven point dogs again to someone like yeah. that. You know, like they just continue Who to they find got, ways. Who they got left? I think it's Baylor. I think, <laughs> they, I think they play Baylor next week, like Baylor. and then the Big Twelve championship. Game. Baylor, like I mean, they they're gonna be Baylor now. They, like I mean, and then they got Iowa State, which like I, I if I'm a TCU fan. Like I don't feel great about either one of those games necessarily. Like, no, I both Iowa feel like not very you're good. on eggshells every week right now as a TCU fan. Because guess what? You this lose was actually one the game. most control they've been in a game in a very long time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, West Virginia they were. Well, but, yeah, they, they led this whole game. Yeah. But they've come from behind in the second half in every yeah. single week, it seems like. But, I mean. What about Quinn Ewers? Dog shit this game. I think people, we need to remember a few things about Quinn Ewers. You know, like, he is a true freshman in, like, the sense that he did leave early. And well, Here we go. Now we're going to retrace no, like he, our Quinn no, Ewers trust love. Me. No, trust me. I'm all on board with the Quinn Ewers train. He had a bad game, but I'm just saying, like, you know, let's let's take him off that giant pedestal. Like he was the greatest athlete of all time. He might not be the greatest athlete. He's the best quarterback of all time. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, there, he's allowed one game in his career, and this is that one game. One game. He'll never have a bad game for the rest I of mean, his life. 
His stats not great this year. No, bad. He just looked, this game. He looked like a world beater <laughs> in Alabama. Yeah. Like the until he went down. Yeah. But since then, like where does Alabama fish in the Big Twelve this year? Oh shit. In the Big Twelve? Yeah. Oh, that's they're a good the, question. They're in the Big Twelve this year. I, mean, I, I the, they gotta win it, right? <laughs> I don't know. You would say that. You would say that. No way. No way. No way. But who's good in the Big Twelve? TCU. But is Bama good? Exactly. That's, yeah, that's, that's the point. Yeah. That's the I point. Know, I, I agree know. that no one's great in Big Twelve, but I don't think Bama that's is. The point. No one's great in college football. Oh, oh fucking Christ! <laughs> I don't even want to hear Here that one. Go. Because here's the thing: obviously they lost to Texas, so they beat Texas. But then, like, they're going to beat Baylor. Fine, they'll beat Texas Tech. But like, would they beat TCU? We can't say yes. We're pro- we're going to say no. Um, Kansas State. Kansas State. That's a great game. <laughs> that's a great game because Kansas State has a really good defense. They beat and they can score. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State let me down so fucking yeah, much this year. Yeah, so bad. Even, I was all even in Oklahoma on with Dylan Gabriel could beat Bama. They could. They can't beat West Virginia. How are they going to beat fucking can, Bama? They could beat Bama. They though. could beat Bama. <laughs> they could. I, I do because I think Bama's defense. Kansas. Is, Kansas. That's a that's a game. that's a brawl. That's a game. That's a fucking battle. <laughs> that's a game. Iowa State maybe <laughs> two of the best coaches in the league. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Iowa State too. Um, uh, but it, let's move on. Anything NFL. else college football? No, I mean obviously we'll talk a lot of college football playoff uh, next episode, but. Um, another good week, another good weekend. I still, I, I think the story of it, honestly, is that we have to start really realizing and just respecting TCU in the sense that, like, guess what, guys? Like, you didn't think they were gonna make it, but they're still here. <clears throat> Here's the thing: they're well, still winning. I and mean, they, they basically are down to. I mean, they, they should win their next two games. Yeah, should. Yeah, right. We and which know. is the most dangerous? Yeah, this but is the they're most gonna dangerous. They're part gonna of play someone who, who I don't know who they're gonna play in the Big Twelve. I think it's Kansas, Kansas State, State as of right now, and and that's their season. Or Baylor, I think. No chance no, it's Baylor. Baylor. No, yeah. I think it's Kansas State or maybe. Fuck, I think Oklahoma State's out now. No, I think it's. Didn't you say Oklahoma was still in it? No, they're five and no, five. No, they're, they're like in the two bottom. and five in the Big Ten or Big Twelve. And I want to say Kansas State and then probably Oklahoma State again. No, I think it's Baylor. No I, way. I, I, Baylor's I think it been is. Terrible. I'm gonna look right now. I I just saw, so it's uh, TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Those ba- are the top. Oklahoma yeah. State Baylor four. State. They're tied. They're all tied right there at four and three in conference. Oh my god! Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas are all tied at four and three in conference. <laughs> this is gross. But it, Baylor, Baylor theoretically is going to lose to TCU. Right. In so theory. that's going to drop them to four and four. Mm-hmm. And then you got Kansas State at five and two. So it's probably going to be Kansas. It's probably going to be Kansas State, which like, which that's that's probably the best scenario for TCU because Kansas State yeah. has has the highest ranking. They have the most, <clears throat> you could say, credible resume, incredible you know ranking right now. So Oklahoma's but, in second to last. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Two but and five. I, I just like two weeks ago, weren't you saying Oklahoma could still win? Yeah, they I could actually yeah. when they beat Kansas. A yeah. Couple weeks ago, and yeah. So and then you got about a month ago, Kansas State has West Virginia this week. They should win that. And then they have Kansas to finish the season, which is like bloodbath. Yeah. The whole Big 12 is just. The whole Big 12 is an absolute The Big mess. 12 is like the pack right now, though. It's it's They're TCU. beating each other up. And there's teams like Baylor that could it's snipe anyone. TCU or bust. Yeah. And it's SC or bust. But both of them have no gimmies like the rest of the way. Truly, it's an easier truly. road for TCU than it is USC, though. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Not definitely. even close. All right. Let's move on. Um, NFL. What week was this? This was week 10. Jeez. Yikes! Week ten. I'm getting sad already. I'm getting so sad. Oh god, damn it. Um, I'm not sad. I'm excited. 
See, good for you. Yeah. I wish I was that guy because I get sad because I'm like, I'm well, not going to have his this His team's doing well. You know why? Because by week 10, the season's over every year for the uh, Jets. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at drafts. That was me last year. I'm mock drafting. You're like, mocking. Me last year was exactly how you are right now. It's uh, every year. So I love that. This is great. Uh, game of the week. Vikings 33, Bills 30. Um, did you guys watch this game? Yeah. yeah we, watched. we watched it together. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, it was a crazy Was game. it the game of the year so far? Yeah, the catch of the year. I was, Jefferson. I was just going to bring that up. You had insane, dude. The ending of the year. <clears throat> I want to talk about that catch in a second too. But uh, yeah, the ending was weird, crazy ending. I mean, fucking... from like the the QB sneak that like I feel like we think he I was thought he in, was in the Kirk Cousins like, sneak. Like that oh. ref, the ref like definitively yeah. is like nope. No. And I'm like how the f- I thought he was in. I, it, I don't know if I thought he was in, but I I do like. The ref did shut that down really early. Real quick. Like, of course, didn't you can't confirm overturn with anybody. Over, yeah. Like, didn't have a discussion. Yeah, he, he was, was like, very no. decisive. The whole point, like, and then you look at Because, again, it's like he's over the goal line with the ball here. And, like, you don't know where his legs are. You know what I mean? So you'll, right. you'll never overturn it's, it's, that. It's, so one, whatever the call in the field was going to stand. stand. Yeah. But, like, for you to be so, like, definitive running down the line when, like, I mean, I guess I don't know what he saw. But I saw the camera angle of what in. he would have saw. And yeah. I was like. You you couldn't say like hundred percent he wasn't. Like, yeah. So to shut it down like that. I well, like, I would always say again, error on the side of he's in, and then, and then let's review, yeah, it, review it. Review it. Mm-hmm. You know. I have. I mean, they reviewed it either way. Yeah. Three big questions from this game. Obviously, everyone listening is going to know what happened in the game and the outcome. But three big questions to me. One. Are the Vikings for real? Fuck. For real, I as mean, in we've a, been as talking a, as in a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I feel like you have to say yes. I, I saw I saw this a take. Is, this is the only reason why. If they're in the AFC, I say no. But yeah. they're in the NFC, so I say yes. They are contender in that they can get to the Super Bowl. I think we, we've had three teams in the NFC that we've been talking about a lot. The 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Like We felt that those are the top three. I think you have to put the Vikings in that category. Anymore. Cowboys lose yeah. this week to the Packers. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. But I just, like, I just think you have to put the Cowboys in that, or the Vikings in that conversation. Now. I saw a funny take. I actually saw it this morning, and it said, the Vikings would be the first team like that would go on and like win a Super Bowl and be like, and we'd be like, are they good enough? <laughs> like after they won a Super Bowl, like yeah, like we are. They it isn't the fair. Vikings, like I yeah. do feel like yeah. they get they get no like well, respect no matter what they do. It's, look how they win games though. They won a game on a fumble on they, the goal. They line. barely beat the Lions. Yeah, like, that's just them. And but I do think when I look at them, I'm like, we talked about the weapons. The weapons are elite. Elite, you yeah. know. The quarterback is good in my mind. The offensive line is good. The defense, the defense just okay. is good. They're a little old, uh, but they're I think they're good. above average. Yeah, I agree. I think they're above average. I don't, I don't think, think they're, they're a bad defense yeah. at all. I think they're okay. But I think they're I, good. Like Eric Kendricks is like a top five middle linebacker. I but think. look at like secondary's they, old, but it's good. But look at the offenses they when they play D-line's good offense. Great. Like didn't minutes or didn't the Lions put a bunch of points on? Yes, Lions, but Lions are pretty good offense. That's what I mean. All, look at all the good offenses Lions. they play. Put up a ton of points. The Eagles. Put up a ton of points against that defense. Yeah, but and the Bills just put up a ton of points against that defense. 20, 20 something to the Bills is not a ton. I would say thirty. It was thirty. Twenty seven. It was thirty. Thirty three to 30. thirty. Okay, still, I'm just saying. But and then, that's not a ton in overtime. But if you're going to use that argument against them, then you have to be like, okay, so they're giving all these points and they're still winning. No, we're just talking so about the one segment of the team is the defense. Like, I'm just specifically pointing at the defense, saying, are they? It's an yes okay. No? Are they a Super Bowl contender? Yes yeah. Or no? Oh, I think the Vikings are. I think they are a Super Bowl contender. Wow. Yeah. I, I agree. I think. You you got to look at the path, right? But but the, these teams have to go through, and they're in, I would say, the easiest, the division weakest right division in the NFL. But also, uh, second, NFC South is a 
The other South. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Graveyard. But also, like, I've yeah, made this so point bad. to to K Morgan the other day. I'm like, I think the Vikings can do that, but I also think the Vikings can lose in the first round to like the Bucks. Like, you know, they play the Bucks in the playoffs. Yeah, you did that. You're I, like, I was like, because you were like, like there's no one good in the NFC. I'm like, who's the best? He's like the Bucks. Okay, but 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 <laughs> shut the hell so up. So for example, though, for for the let's just use that that comp. Could the Niners lose to the Bucks? Yeah, I think they could. Yeah, I think could they, could. The Eagles lose to the Bucks. I think the Eagles could lose yes. to the Bucks. But like, who would you be most surprised to lose to the Bucks? Like that's the thing about the NFC. Uh, I think it's you'd kind be of them. you'd be least surprised to see the Vikings lose to the Bucks and you with the Niners or the. I correct. think it's I, I, correct. Yeah, I think I think. No, not not the Bucks. See, I, I, the Bucks have see, a, an elite funny. defense. They should have an elite defense. They do, but yeah. And then you have Tom Brady and you have weapons on the outside. The, like the Bucks are know. a bad example. I get that. Like I think that's the thing about the NFC. Like there's do you no. Think, do you think the Packers could beat the Vikings in the playoffs? No, no, I don't. Okay, no, I don't. I mean, I don't know if Packers make the playoffs, but they don't, and I don't think they could. And beat the Vikings. I, I don't think it would matter. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. Like with some of these NFC teams, is it's funny is that they're all they're all very different. Yeah, like the Niners are the most consistent. I would say, like they they're gonna play good defense every week. You know what they're gonna do on offense. They're gonna run the ball well. They're gonna do these things. Whereas, like I think the Cowboys are the most like inconsistent to the sense like they could lose to the Packers this week, but I think they could beat the Bills. You know what I mean? Like I, I think, think the Eagles that's are pretty consistent. where. They are too. The Eagles are the Eagles the are pretty consistent. consistent too. But then they lose to the Commanders. You know, like yeah. But the Niners lost to so some the bad Falcons. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I get it. So give me your, give me your, your top four in the NFC right now in order. I go Eagles, Niners, Vikings in a playoff game. Obviously, like playoff. Yeah, scenario. Vikings, Cowboys, and then Bucks, and then. Yeah, the four is like Cowboys, Bucks are like even to me. I think Eagle. You said Eagles, Niners, Vikings, Vikings, but uh, Cowboys, Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay, Kev. Niners bias. That's of course. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Truthful. That's fine. And Truthful. it's not like it's not bad. Yeah, it's not <laughs> off. I don't think it's that uh, far off. And then I think it's Cowboys. Really? Yeah. Over the Eagles? Yes. Okay. And then Eagles, Vikings. But it's very close right there. I think three Eagles and Vikings right there are right there for me. Yeah. Um, I just think th- I just see a lot of upside in the Cowboys. That's well, we're going to talk about the game in a little bit. Let's move on. Um, Dolphins thirty nine, Browns seventeen. You want to talk about a sleeper in the AFC? Dolphins, Dolphins. Um, to a sleeper MVP candidate. Yeah, I don't know if that's sleeping anymore. I don't think it is. Like, yeah, it's like I don't think they're a sleeper candidate. That they're they're winning the AFC East. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah, they're in, they're Miami is in first right place. Now. I know, Jets, but, it's, but they're, they're, I don't think Jets, that's going to. Jets hold are second. Them. Just so you know, <laughs> right. But no, I mean, Bills are third like in the AFC about, East in Week Ten, zero and two in the division. Wild. But you want to talk about it, you know a team again like that's really doing all the right things right now. It's the Dolphins. You know they gave up seventeen to the Browns. I think their defense needs to shore some things up and play a little bit better on that side of the ball. Um, early they were doing well, and they're they're kind of falling. They're kind of falling off a little bit right now. So I think I think they need to figure that out a little bit. But that offense right now, you know, we talk about the dynamic offenses of Chiefs, Bills, and some of these other ones, but like Dolphins. You know the AFC is nuts because you look at the top. I think what separates the the one seed from the nine seed is like two games. I just I I, I got a, a little bit of a take on Miami though. Okay, like I think Miami's good. Yeah, yeah. don't take this as like biased or like I'm hating on them because they're in the division. They are the team to me that beats up on the teams that they should beat up on. They do. But then when it comes to the more legitimate teams, they look completely different. That, that offense looks completely different. When they match up against a good defense, they not saying they look bad, but they don't look like that. Like there's a it, there's a pretty stark drop off. They're the bullies that beat up on people when what, they can't. What's their record? Seven and three? Yes. So they lost to 
you. They lost Bengals. to the Bengals when Tua got hurt. Lost to the Jets when they didn't they have Tua, yeah. and then lost Bridgewater on the first play of the game. Right. And then who they who was the other game they lost to? Uh, Vikings. They lost to the Vikings without Tua, right? The non-legitimate Vikings. Um, See, I didn't remember that game though. I don't think they had Tua in that game. I think I remember because I don't remember Tua. Or uh, they no, they had time. Teddy. Yeah, they didn't have Tua, so Tua hasn't really lost when he's played the whole game. Um, <clears throat> but I agree with that, Garrett, to a sense. For example, Tua played against the Steelers and they won sixteen to ten. Good defense. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, that's a great point. They beat Buffalo, but it was also hot. It was in Miami. Like they, Tua I get played that. against the Patriots. They won that game, but twenty to seven. That was a defensive win, right? You know, like I'm not. Look, I'm not knocking them. I'm not saying that they're not very good or anything like that. I just think that I think they it's a fair point. They are really good against the teams they should be really good against. Well, my problem with the so if you look, if the season ended today, all four teams in the AFC East would be in. Hell yeah, which would be nuts, but. Wow, it's crazy. If you look, everybody, everybody knew that. Has that ever season. happened? No, there's uh, like no, it's never happened. It, they, it won't because they got to they got to play each other. Yeah, like, eventually you know, yeah. their schedules. If you look at their schedules, well, the NFC West was like close the last mm-hmm. couple years. Their schedules are brutal. Oh, All yeah, four yeah. of them are really well, tough. Good Not, teams. No, the 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 for the Jets schedule gets uh, easy. Like they've played the hardest part of their schedule. I was looking at today and it wasn't like a. I mean, they got to play each other, right? So that's that makes it tough for me, right? All those teams got to play each other, but I was actually looking at them all this morning, and they all don't have easy schedules. They, like, that's because part of that is because you're we're valuing the AFC East, right? Like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. but like they're out they of are good, they are good teams. Yeah, they're they're you know out of division schedule is winnable is is not terrible. It's not good. You I mean you got the, at the Patriots this week, tough game. You get the Bears at home, which is a winnable game. That's super winnable. You go to Minnesota, tough game. You tough, go yeah, tough game. I, I also think you go to Buffalo. Obviously, tough game. Division. You get the yeah. Lions at home and you get the Jags at home. Two winnable games. Yeah, oh, those are. So to me, their out of division then, games are Bears, Jaguars, Lions, Lions, and at and the Vi- Seahawks. And Vikings. And, then, and, Seahawks. and Seahawks. And at the Seahawks, like those I'll are tough that. games. I'll take that though. They're not, but those aren't bad games. Like, yeah, like that's the Jets rest of the yes. season. That's why I'm and taking that. Jets are a playoff team. That's, no, I think the Jets going to win. Holy if shit! The Jets, ten games. If, if, exa- I think so too. I think, I think that that's their mark right now is ten. And if they win another game, that they and you guys all laughed at me. <laughs> well, I you did. guys, you guys all laughed at me. I did. Laugh I am. This is before Garrett came on the podcast. Yeah. Let's let let get to ten games first let's, before we start. Let's move on. Praising yourself. Let's let's move on. We have the Colts. They beat the Raiders in Las Vegas, twenty-five to twenty. Um, Derek Carr is crying after the game. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, Jeff Saturday, obviously interim coach for <laughs> Indianapolis. I like Jeff Saturday. I'm happy for him. It's weird, you know, when the, the Colts are in this situation and Jeff Saturday wants to win, and I get it, but also like they need to lose to get Bryce Young. So they're not getting Bryce Young. You don't think so? I think they should. They're four and five. Right I know, now. but like they <laughs> should go and get him. I mean, the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're not gonna get Bryce Young. They're I know. Gonna be too good. But like the Raiders aren't. The Raiders could get Bryce Young. The yeah, Raiders. The Raiders are gonna get Bryce. I, that's Young. what I said uh, to me, and I always thought, for whatever reason, I picture C.J. Stroud in a, in a Raider uniform. Oh really? It this looks right to me. Oh, you you see that? Yeah. I'm not saying they would take him over Bryce. It just, you know, yeah. I, the image. That would be cool. I mean, that'd be cool to see. I just want to see them, because again, the Raiders are the biggest mystery to me in the NFL. I don't see where they're, they're really that bad. They're oh, they're they're bad. Enough. That's not a mystery Coaching. at all to me. I think I, their their defense is terrible. Their like, secondary they shouldn't is awful. Be, but they're, like, they shouldn't. Be. They have well, no corners. And well, no they're safeties. not playing well anywhere. That's not what he's saying. Obviously, they're losing games because they're not playing yes, well. Exactly. But like on paper, I think they should be. Raiders good don't look bad 
anywhere. Like it's the same team that went to the playoff last like, year. It, no, but I, <laughs> there's nowhere you look at the Raiders on paper and you're like, oh, dude, that that's going to be a problem spot. That's, that's I, I think me. secondary. Yes. I think secondary is a huge problem spot for them right now. Maybe and on linebacker paper, on core. paper, does it look yeah. like a problem? I mean, I don't yeah, think so. But I mean, they only gave up. You know, their defense isn't giving up a crazy amount of points. You know, at times where it matters <laughs> to like, a Colts team that couldn't move the football at all the last. I mean, they ran the and the, but they didn't they didn't out throw them. They ran the ball all over them. JT finally had a good game for them. Fine, that's what I mean. JT hasn't done anything all year, and all of a sudden, he's but right, like you, right But the again, Raiders. the point being is, like, you wouldn't think the run defense has been a problem for the Raiders. You know, you wouldn't expect that. So I think it's coaching. I, th- I think it has to be coaching. I mean, they're pointing the finger finger at Carr, which you know it's quarterback and coaching. That's you know when you panic, that's what you do. So I get it, but I think it's both. I mean, yeah. David Carr throws two hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Trust me, like I, I like Carr, but like I mean, I I, I mean he's a quarterback, he gets playing, but like okay. They're going to get worse. You're telling me that's the reason they lost the guy who didn't turn so the you, ball. So you over. don't think with a quarterback this team could be better? No. Like, so what's the what? Where's the where's the biggest? You think secondary? I think defensive side. I mean, Chandler Jones has been a complete bust. So where what pick do they have right now? They're like three, right? Okay. Like, so what do you do with that third overall pick then? I think you got to. I mean, you have to go quarterback. I think they just. I think that's what they're going to do. I don't know. If there's another, you think the secondary is a problem though. I know I, that I do. I, I think they need picks. I think they need multiple picks. So would you trade out of that spot and get multiple picks? Because someone's gonna want me personally. Someone's gonna want that quarterback. The Colts, their teams that are gonna want that pick. Yes and no because I think I don't think Carr is a problem, but I think Carr has worn out his time in Vegas. I kind of and feel the that fan too. base wants something new. I kind of feel that. So too. that's why I think they'll go quarterback. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think Carr is the problem either. I just think, you know, where the teams at, where the fans are at. You know, you move to Vegas, but also like Devontae went there to play with Carr. Like, I don't know if you ruined that relationship. I don't know. They're in a bad, I think that's a tough spot. <clears throat> I just looked up the uh, draft order. Yeah, yeah keep that because we're going to need that. Yeah. Uh, Houston's one, Vegas, uh, Vegas is two. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. That's where it gets, no. that's where it gets tricky. I could see CJ Stroud in Texas. I think Will Levis to Houston. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that shit? I mean, <laughs> imagine him in the uniform. He'd look jacked. He'd look great. Like, He'd look like J.J. Watt, but taking snaps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Uh, Packers 31, Cowboys 28. Uh, CY, you had some stuff to say here. Yeah, I mean, I'm worried about Dak. I am Ooh. worried about Dak. Turn the ball over twice, once in the red zone. Um the problem is is the coach the way they coach Dak in the offense when he's in the game is I think they're 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 not coaching it right. I I think there's very big mistakes. They ran the ball like 14 times in this game effectively. Average like 5 yards one, very effective running very too effect- when they did yes. run. And well, Pollard's a dude. You know, they had a much different offense when um Dak was out and now when Dak's in they they feel like they can throw 55 times a game and win. And they might be able to, but hey, when he throws the CD, yeah, nasty. but CD went fucking crazy. But I just, yeah, like one yeah, that's also one of his bad picks, though, because he's forcing it, yeah, to, to CD. CD. Yeah, I just, I don't know if they kept the. I thought the coaching was terrible in this game. I thought the coaching was terrible, and I thought they made Dak, they put Dak in a position not to be successful by making him throw too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know Kev's pretty optimistic on the Cowboys. I'm not, not right now, and and their defense is elite. Micah Parsons is a legitimate MVP candidate to me. Um, like their their defense is is the real deal, but they don't have an identity on offense, and so that's that's my concern. Is what pa- problem, like yeah. going into you know wanting to be a playoff team, and I think they think Dak is better than Dak is, and that's why right. they are dropping him back and have him throw fifty plus times a game. Yeah, when you have 
two running back. Like what team? I know Zeke's still hurt, but he should be coming back. He was he was game time decision basically right. this week. So what team wouldn't take Tony Pollard and Zeke as their one two punch and then say, Hey, that's our identity and then we'll set up the play action. We have C D on the outside that can win one on ones. Like that's your that's your identity. Instead, yeah, tied in with Schultz. Yeah, you know, instead in the play it, and a great defense. Take take possessions away from the other team and run the ball down their throat and you know, control the game. And instead it's drop Dak back and have him throw fifty times a game. That's do terrible. Think, do you think McCarthy's ego got in the way in this game? I think Mike McCarthy's ego gets in the way a lot of the time. I just don't think he's a very good coach. I agree. If I'm Green Bay and I'm watching him manage that game, like I'm so glad. He's a pass-happy yeah. coach. He always has been, though, too. But they were up 14 in the fourth quarter, and he kept throwing the ball because he wanted to rub it in their face in the Maybe. Dirt. Maybe. That's the way I felt with it. A little him. emotional. Yeah. I mean. I mean, Tony Pollard had a career high in carries, and it was 14. It's crazy. What is, like, what? Yeah. Then he went off against. And the I think Bears he has like before. a he has like a lifetime or not like a career average and rushing average in the NFL like five yards of carry or something. Like no, that. he's a stud. He like his career average is five yards. And you're like, yeah, we've never give it to him more than. Is this times. too little, too late for the Packers? I mean, they looked better, yeah. obviously. I don't. I'm not willing to say they're done. I mean, I think it's an uphill battle. Get over it. You know, and their schedule's <laughs> not. I mean, if you look at the standings right now, obviously they're going to play the Bears and Lions again. I mean, did they they're, beat the Bears? They in, didn't beat the Lions. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, the Bears are tough. They the have, Lions aren't easy either. The Lions are not easy. They yeah. have the Lions are not good. They have they beat the Packers. They get the Titans at home on Thursday night football. Tough game. Tough game. They go to the Eagles. Tough game. Tough. Yeah. They, go they to get the Bears, which is still the, tough. The, they'll beat the Bears. Uh, they'll beat the Bears. You, they'll beat the Rams. You're a hundred percent sure they're going to beat the Bears. Yes. They will beat the Bears. Okay. They'll beat the Rams. What kind of odds you want to give me on that? Yeah. I take like, We'll see when they come out. I just don't think it's like I just don't think it's as easy as you're making it sound. Like, play the Rams. I think it's we'll too beat late. the Rams. The Rams are a dumpster fire. The Dolphins. I mean, the, the Packers are a dumpster fire. Up until a exactly. win this week, that's my point. The, the Packers, Packers had the, we had the same energy for five them. straight going into tonight. Yeah, and then you got the Dolphins. That's a loss. The Vikings. That's a loss. Yeah. And then the Lions, who they already lost two once. Like, yeah. where are the games that you they're going to the, win? You think the Lions are going to sweep them? Hell yeah, I think they could. Oh, come on, I, they could. They they understand could. Okay, like, the Packers could beat the Dolphins. Like they could. I don't think so, like that's you think it's more realistic the Lions beat the Packers and the Packers beat the Dolphins? What are the kind of yeah? What are the oh. Packers three and six right now? Four and six. Four and six. They got to get ten wins to make the to make the playoff probably. In nine, the NFC, I think it's nine now. In the NFC, yeah. Because who's ahead of them? I think the the Giants are going to be in as a wild card. It's seven wins already. So that's it's Giants hard. and Cowboys and Eagles. Cowboys have six wins already. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's their two game lead. Yeah, they're two games up on them. So you I, say, I don't let's think say Giants the, so and but they Cowboys. They like, could finish tied with the Cowboys and you be think, ahead so of you them. think the Cowboys are gonna go four and what what do you get? Four and four. Four and four to so end the season. There's three playoff teams. They could. Though, right? I mean if you're and saying, if they go four and four Hold on, three playoff teams. So it's right now. Yeah, Giants, Cowboys. Giants no, it's Giants Niners. No, the Cowboys are ahead of the Niners. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but I'm saying those are the so, three yeah, the so, three NFC teams, like they have to beat out either the yeah, Giants, the Cowboys, Cowboys or Niners, Niners, and that's not happening. Or the Seahawks, the Se- because the Seahawks, you think the Seahawks, Seahawks are probably going to tank out. Could happen. Maybe. Again, they play the Bucks tough. So, but they're knows? six and four. The Seahawks just have to go four and or four and four. No, I get it. Like I get it. And that would mean that the Packers have to go six and, you know, like they to win ten games, they got to go, go six s- and two. No, they six, no six, six and, and one. Six and one. They're not going six and one. The Packers are not making the playoffs. No. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's a tough. It's a tough stretch for them. I think they have nine to beat wins. the Eagles. They'd have to beat the Vikings. I think nine wins could get in still, though. I, I, no, I nine do. wins could, but we'll see. Uh, let's talk about one of those 
playoff or those wild card teams. You have the 49ers. They beat the Chargers on the. I think it was actually in. No, it's not, isn't yeah, San Francisco. It was in. You have this wrong. Uh, they win 22 16 um, in Santa Clara. Good win for the Niners. Again, um, I liked it just because they came from behind. You know, they were down in the second half. They were able to come back and get this game done. It's a good win. When they can win and not play well, that's yeah. all And also, very interesting um, you know, how much we used Elijah Mitchell, too. You know, I mean, McCaffrey played. Of course, he got they, his touches, but Mitchell just carries. got just as much. Yeah. They should. I think that it was almost exactly even. So yeah. it's good to see. You know, we were talking about Jeff Wilson, you know, leaving and how that would potentially hurt. But. You know, we still had a very solid one-two punch with Elijah Mitchell. I didn't think he was going to come back this soon, so it was really good to see him play. Yeah, they need to split carries between those yeah. two. And our defense looked great. Obviously, second half shutout. So. You guys see that stat about Jimmy? What? Crazy. He's a stud. 10-2 and two mm-hmm. when he doesn't throw a touchdown pass. He didn't throw a touchdown pass? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, put him on the Jets. He's 0-12. <laughs> you don't throw a touchdown pass? Exactly. 10-2 ten and, ten and oh when he doesn't throw God. a touchdown pass. That's how we're built, baby. I don't care. God, what a what a privilege. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think they take me? I think the Niners take me as a quarterback. Yeah, I can hand the ball off. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go 500. I could throw an out route to fucking Debo and go Dude, for 60. Could drop one off in the flats to McCaffrey. Yeah. All right. You guys are obviously aren't watching the games. There's a lot of dimes in there, all right? All right. Eagles. <laughs> yeah, right. Eagles finally lose to the Commanders last night on Monday Night Football. Um, what'd you guys think of the game? I've been waiting for this to happen to the Eagles. I know. I, the last three weeks, I've had them in my upset, and then one time I don't, they lose. I think the Eagles are really good, but. I don't. They're not like they're not undefeated. You look team, at yeah. uh, previous teams to go undefeated through the first seven, eight games of the season, and you put them against what the Eagles are, and no. they're they're not the same. Like Different, Eagles yeah. are very good, but I've been waiting for them to get sniped. I think they'll lose two or three more games, probably. Honestly, Garrett, Garrett, it was your lock, huh? That was your lock. Like. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, I've been waiting for it to happen. I have no idea when it's going to happen, but I've been waiting for it Fucking to happen. Garrett again? You don't want to drive to Tampa. You want to drive? God Philly. damn it, Garrett. <laughs> Fuck, dude! Whatever <laughs> my lock is, that should be everybody else's upset every week. Damn I'm it. giving you points. See why? What do you think? Um, fuck the Philly fans. Jesus! Wow, they just lost the World Series. Can you yeah, ease up? Why are you oh, so fuck mad. Them. Fuck them. They booing they the do. team at half when they're trailing. They're That's eight. Philly. You're eight and zero. Be better. You know what else? You know what else? You know what else they'll do? They'll die for you in the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they will. So, they'll, and they'll kill someone in the upper. Yes, 100%. <laughs> the upper section. That's what you get. Yeah. Um, Commander Sneaky. Guys are a 500 team. team, you know. Taylor Heineke? Dude. Sign him long term. Not, not bad. 250 guarantee. Give Did you guys see the post game video of him on the plane? The quarterbacks being very, like, underestimated but, Dude, but like tyler, being pretty good the thing is, tyler haneke has always looked pretty yes. good like oh. they spot start him in a playoff game he looks good he looks like great. like did dude, you see the post he's game? kind of a gamer he you is, know dude, he's, he's got that dog gamer. in him did you see like, the he's not like mm-hmm. yeah i saw the plane like it's but i didn't like Bush it light he's just crushing a uh fucking lunch it's, pail it's like the a Kirk cousins he's trying to be Kirk cousins now i don't like it no they did it to him though but the fact that he's yeah, just sitting there with a fucking take-home lunch pail that you bring to work, Hell yeah. full of bush lights, yeah, just smoking them on the on the plane. That's just the guy, man. Fired me up. That's my quarterback. Right? Yeah. I, I'm fired <laughs> up on him. Exactly. I, I mean, good for them. I think anything about Philly or just this one of these games. No, right? I just you know they lose the game. That's fine. Get the monkey off your back. Move on. Whatever. Whatever. All right, that's NFL. We'll be back this week with the competition on episode three. Um, UFC. UFC, we had a major card. What was this? Two eighty-one. Eighty-one. Massive. Madison Square Garden. Awesome card. This was it delivered. Before we get into it, yeah. This is the first UFC where I've watched like by myself and Mm -hmm. just like literally just studied. Bought a pay per view by yourself. Bought a pay per view by myself and just sat down and watched it. What'd you think? 
It was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I've never like been able to watch a f- watch the fights like that. Yeah, where it's just like I mean, obviously just, you're texting people, but like actually not like listening to takes, talking to people. I just watched. It the was fights. just your own thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys done? Then that? I'm excited to hear from you. Then yes. have you guys Let's have see. you guys done that before? Like, yes. I, I'm sure you have. Yeah, I have by myself before. Yeah, yeah. I have. Very rarely, though. Yeah. I, I prefer actually to watch it with people, though. I do, but it yeah. was a nice change. Up. Okay. It was a nice change of pace. But, I mean, as far as the card itself go, I think only two decisions over the span of, what, 15 fights? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a ton of finishes in this. Good, I mean, good, cool. And they were good. And they were well done. Like, it was... Right. Well, good matchmaking. Good matchmaking. Yeah. yeah just good. well done by the UFC yeah. in total in this fight. Stars were out. ton of people there Stars, watching. Stars, yeah. All so, over the place. Um, but let's get into it. Probably from a... You know, from a hype standpoint, you know, um, Meatball Molly had a lot of steam coming into this, obviously with her and Patty Pimblett, um, Barstool behind her, all the things, but she gets she gets stopped pretty, uh, pretty a convincingly, yeah, pretty convincingly win <laughs> yeah. by Aaron Blanchfield. I mean, puts her in a crucifix and then just... was eating elbows for a while, and then she just gets her in a kimura and then ends ripped it. her arm off. I mean, Cody, you were a big Molly Meatball guy going in this fight. I just like her. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I thought she was good enough to win. I. First of all, though, Blanchfield's – I haven't watched much of her. So She's a fucking dog. Yeah, so obviously Garrett and I watched a little bit more UFC than you, but I remember when the matchmaking happened, and I've been waiting to really fade Molly Meatball and Patty Pimblant mm-hmm. just because the lines, you know, we're going to give them some love. She was a big underdog. Aaron Blanchfield was in every single parlay. Yes. Had. Yeah, I mean, you don't take them she, straight, but no, like, no, no, you no, throw but them in your parlay. Yeah. And this, was, this, was, this was a very, very – this was a locky pick. Like, yeah. and Molly, you know, Meatball Molly, she's good for the division, but like, I actually think Aaron Blanchfield is like, she's going to compete in the top five. Like a title contender. Yeah. Like, Valentina, she might be stronger than Valentina, like, as far as physically, though, but on the feet, Valentina will, will fuck her up for sure. Yeah. Because uh, even Meatball Molly had some good licks early, like, on the mm-hmm. stand up well, exchanges. Can, she can strike a little bit. Yeah. I mean, no, she's, she's, all, she's, she's all a good offense. boxer. All offense. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's her problem. Mm-hmm. She's all yeah. offense, all boxing. Like, even offensive wrestling, like, she's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aaron Blanchfield, like, she's a legit contender. So, like, it's not a bad loss for Meatball. Like, she'll be fine. She'll continue to have good fights, good shows, and she'll fight with Patty and be fine. But um, this was a bad stylistic matchup for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was uh, very bad. But. I think that it was intentional, too. I think the in the sense that like she was starting to really gain some steam to like yeah, spinning back fist <laughs> knockouts. Dana's That's like, all right. like, Dana's right. like she's, she's not, not that, that good. good. <laughs> all right, let's like, and well, let's be honest. The flip side is promote Aaron Blanchfield on a big promotion. Very true. To yeah, have her very beat a true. big name like this. Now she gets all the recognition. Yeah, very very convincingly. Yeah, so um, that was one of the biggest hype fights of the night. Uh, we have Ryan Span taking care of Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes, who Dominic two not too long ago, yes, who he claims Dominic 2.0 is coming out. Not too long ago, had a decent argument saying that he beat John Jones for the title in 2018. Oh, I think he did win that fight. You think he did win that fight? I do. Oh, that was a good fight. We watched that fight together. Yeah, that but was I mean, a good fight. I mean, maybe I just hate John Jones a little bit. But so you have that fight. Then he loses to, you know, uh, John Blackowitz, and then he loses to. Yuri Prohoshka. And then you go into this fight and you're like, okay, his last three losses are two legitimate title challengers. Prohoshka was nice. Or actually, I think every like, single one of them. Every is single a, one was is a, a champ. Is a champion yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. So, like, is he really that bad? And we find out it's just his chin. It's just, he just, his chin's he just doesn't have a chin anymore. Maybe I mean, his chin's gone. I read something they said that he sacrificed, you know, his, uh, his, his chin to have a, a competitive fight with John Jones. Basically. <laughs> Fuck. Like, He's done. He's done. Yeah, he, he, is he done. got knocked out on a fucking jab. On a, on a jab. Yeah, and knocked out like bad. No, like he was out. Like no. he hit the floor immediately. He Span's a strong dude, but come on, like 
Ray's is a big guy too, though. Yeah, know? I know he is. Like, he is. I mean, he's just done. I mean, not much more to say except his chin's done. Yeah. Nice run. It's. Just, I mean, obviously we root for him. Obviously, you know, he's a Victor Villasperia mm-hmm. guy. You know, mm-hmm. somewhat friend of the podcast. So. Um, sad to see just how fast that that career has really taken a hit. I yeah, mean. I agree. Oh, really quick, we didn't shout out Johnny Munoz when we were in Vegas. We haven't had episodes since. Then. Yes, That's Johnny judge. Munoz with a convincing decision. Decision. Win. Yeah, thirty twenty-seven. Nice job. Yeah. Um, one fight that I was really disappointed in from watching the fight: Brad Riddell looked very, very bad against Hinato Moicano. I mean, first really round bad. submission, which again on paper, okay, maybe he had the. You know, Moicano definitely had the jiu-jitsu advantage. However, like, Moicano was piecing up Riddell on the feet, too. Like, it did not look good from the start for Riddell. I don't know what was going on in there, but it was not the same Brad Riddell that we are used to in that fight. Yeah, his fucking head was on the line the whole time, just getting pieced up. This like, guy's, like, one of the striking coaches at City Kickboxing. He was at Tiger Muay Thai before that. Like, this guy should be an elite, elite striker, and he is in most of his fights. And then Hanato Moicano just comes in there and just starts blowing the doors off him. Yeah. I got two things on this. I think... Uh, it's a combination of absolute Riddell does not look right. No. Something Something's a little off there um, for sure. But I also think uh, we probably underestimated Moicano a okay. little bit. Um, and you look like obviously he, he took a fight on a few days notice against RDA. Yeah. Um, pretty much got dog walked for the majority of the fight and then kind of came close to knocking RDA out in the good fifth. fifth round. Yeah. Um, but he, his stand up looked really good. RDA yeah. obviously wasn't piecing him up on the feet. He yeah. was just bigger stronger guy in there pulling him yeah yeah so i think moicano's probably a little better than we gave credit for both in general and in striking and then i also think riddell was just i mean it was a pre basically a pick yeah and it did not look anything close to that no. not even close like that was a shocking one like a, riddell's been a guy that i've enjoyed betting on just because he's always going to have a striking advantage he's, yeah. he's tough and he's actually pretty good in wrestling but i mean moicano just took everything from him Money it wasn't moicano even close now. Mokano yeah. wants his money. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah. he had a big call out at the end of the fight that, you know, he wants bigger fights, more money, more respect, all this stuff. So, I mean, and he's going to get it now. I mean, that's a huge win. He does kind of deserve it, to be fair. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so. No, he he took, you know, he took care of business in there, for sure. Against yeah. a, top, a top 15 guy in Riddell. So, mm-hmm. good for him. Um, Dan Hooker gets a win. Do we see Riddell's post on Instagram? Can take a break. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. He needs it. He needs, yeah. say, good call. Yeah. He, he needs to go too. He needs to go. To, yeah, I could have helped him out with that one. Uh, he needs to go to the Dan Hooker. You know, beat a guy like Claudio Puelas. So Dan Hooker takes care of business what against Claudio Puelas. Um, Worst fight of the night. You think so? Probably. Yeah. Riddell fight. From I, thought an action was, I thought the Riddell everything. fight was. Well, at least bad. it was exciting. Like at oh, least yeah, there was like, was, I mean, yeah, throwing yeah. hands, throwing hands, and then submitting him. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like Puelas just went out there and was just rolling. Well, maybe because I've been on Riddell and then I've been on Hooker, so I was like. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Outcomes were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you. But, um, but yeah, the Dan Hooker fight, good to see him get a win. Um, Again, another fight that was, oh, no, I take that back. I think Hooker was like a 145 favorite going into this fight. Yeah, so he was a yeah. little bit. But it was not. I mean, it was not, not, not big odds. Were you, I mean, you said you weren't necessarily worried about Hooker in that first round on some of those. Dude. Exchanges. I thought it was pretty close. It looked pretty bad. I, I thought it was pretty close. Like, I was like, I fuck, get, please don't finish. He admitted after, like, well, there was one of them that got him pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I felt like he was just, I don't know. He, he didn't seem worried to me in that fight. No, he had good composure. He, that was the thing watching him. He did no, no panic at all. Um, I mean, he, he would, the ankle lock was in deep enough at a point to where Poilus was looking back at him. Like, what's going on? Why? I have it. Like I win. And and he was like, nah, I'm just going to hang out here for a minute. 
yeah, he was and make good. you give up. I think it was a little bit of a front, personally. I think it was probably worse than he wanted to lead on. And I think he was, which well, is smart. They composure. showed him go back to the corner, and there was definitely a little bit Dude, of a he was, ginger flick on the left we, foot. Well, when he stood up, uh, if you rewatch re it, when he stood up, he almost stumbled back down. And that could have been like a little bit of, you know, you know, yeah, uh, been on the cramping, bit. blood loss. Yeah. Well, not blood loss, but, you know, like yeah. getting the blood back in the leg. But, like, he definitely was not. And then he kind of... I was worried because, again, like, I had just lost on Riddell, and then I doubled it up, basically, on Hooker because I felt pretty confident in Hooker. Um, but, yeah, I was a little uh, a little sweaty there. Dude, if Hooker would have lost that fight, I wasn't that. If Hooker would have lost that fight, yeah. he would have like they would have literally been like, dude, Bellator's not even gonna yeah, take you down. Yeah. I was Hooker after the fight. Real quick for you in this one, yeah, like, real loud about it, dude. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck. I up. I like Hooker. You just man. got bobbled twice. <laughs> I like Hooker a lot, but you just got the dog. Like you looked like any one of us when you went into against Arnold Allen. Yes, you that. stepped in the ring and then he just threw a hundred punches that you didn't return. One got knocked no, out. That, that was, was the end. No. Like, who did he fight before that? Arnold, Arnold Allen. Oh, and then before Arnold Allen. Makashev. Makashev, yeah. which was like a minute. Yeah. minute. <laughs> which I get it, Makashev. Like, right. I don't want to hold that one against him too yeah. much. Well, who do you find on the Poirier card? Which Poirier card? McGregor Poirier card. Chandler. It was Chandler, that's yeah. right. He got bobbled by that, Chandler. Got bobbled. Yeah. That was the one I'm thinking. Chandler no. knocked him out first in round too. in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that that was the one. I, yeah. Like, and he was talking shit for So it's like, I like, I like Dan yeah. Hooker. I do, but so do don't I. win one against fucking Poilers and then come out because he was saying, Doubt me now, or what do you think of me now? Yeah, That's what he kept saying. Like, Australia. what do whoever, I think of you whoever now? Whoever wants it at 155, like, bro. I'm like, yeah. what do I think dude. of you now? I think that you fucking lose against any yeah, good competition yeah. right now. That's what You're I think. still a get right fight. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, until you prove otherwise. You're not a top 10 contender in that division. Yeah. Who do you like for him? I'm trying to think in that area because I like the 155 division is so stacked. I think he loses to everyone that I thought of in my head that's ranked right now. Go give him Tony Ferguson. Exactly. He's, like, he needs to, but even he Ferguson's would, at Harvard. He'd beat the shit out of yeah, that's. Did you see I don't that? know, dude. Like, I don't know. Ferguson's man. wearing a Harvard shirt. <laughs> uh, I love Tony, dude. But like, my God. But like think weird. about it. Like, Gamrot's right around him. Like, I think Gamrot, Gamrot beat the beats fuck the fuck out of him. Fuck out you know of what him. I mean? Are you like, kidding me? Like, yeah. that's the problem with him. It's like Saryukian would beat the shit out of him. Like, they would dog walk him. Like, there's because no, I think those guys beat Chandler. Yeah, there's no matchups for him. Well, maybe not both. Because Chandler already beat the shit out of Hooker. Like, there's no matchup for Dan right now in that in the top fifteen right now. So, Which I think is why he went to one forty five, and then he realized, oh fuck, oh fuck, like yeah, I can't even cut the weight. Yeah, I barely make the weight, these and guys, I just got my ass beat. And these are way faster than me. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think he's in a bad spot to be honest with you guys. I think he has to fight the fun fights. Maybe they do Hooker again, or maybe they do Chandler again. Because they're both on losing streaks and they build some kind of rivalry, but I've, they got. I, I mean, you got Jalen Turner, who I think beats the, beat shit, the out of him, shit out of him. But like, oh my god, it's another fight, you know, for Turner. I don't know RDA. There's a good fight. So, but actually, I think RDA would beat him too. I don't think it's a good fight. I think it, it, it looks right, but I think RDA fucks him like, up. RDA is in good shape for where he's at right now. I don't know, dude. Go give him Justin Gaethje. And just watch like him that's get a his good fight knocked off because again know? like he'll throw yeah Gaethje will throw. throw like it'll be exciting it's not I mean Gaethje doesn't want to take that fight it's three or eleven yeah but yeah let's move on from Hooker I'm over him Frankie Edgar um, legend of the sport my guy obviously gets finished here by uh, Chris Gutierrez really upsetting to watch nothing much else to say on this one I mean obviously I love Frankie Edgar he's been my, one of my favorite fighters of all time so sad to see it go out this way but it's time. The only thing I'll add on this when I talked to Kev before the fight about this, I hated this fight in the sense that I hate giving Frankie Edgar, who says, this is it. Yeah. I'm not trying to go on another run. I just want to fight in my hometown, essentially, yeah. and, and call it a career. 
one of the top 15 fighters ever. And you give him a guy that definitely can beat him. Yeah. I hate that. Give him, (laughs) dude, give him somebody that's like, hey, unless Frankie really Let him wrestle box Clay Guida. Dude, just exactly. Like, (laughs) just give him somebody (laughs) that, like, Frankie can go out with a win. Cub Swanson again. Why the fuck? You know, like. But, like, why the fuck do you give him a young guy that, like, who has legit knockout power? Like, dude, I hate. Does that. the exact same knee that Sanhagen did? Like, I, I just fucking hate it for Frankie Edgar. Copycat, fuck, dude. He deserves better. Kev said it. I, I agree yeah. with him. I, I, you know, pay me. I'll go in there. I'll let him knock me out. I would let him knock me out. Yeah, yeah. no problem, Frankie. Yeah. Love you, man. Give me free pay per views for life or something. Yeah, he can kill me in there. I mean, it's fine. Should, I don't know. I, Frankie should have retired a few years ago. We'll just fight at a catch weight. Yeah, I'm not a Frankie fan. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, so. he'll give him whatever he wants to. I'll come in at whatever yeah. I want to. Perfect. No problem. What were you saying? You're gonna I mean, disrespect him for some reason, I, right no, now? No, I just I'm not a Frankie fan. I'm yeah. just starting to like Frankie coming back for one more fight against CY. Yeah, kind of liking great. that idea. I'll take right the payday. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking great. All right, um, in in an amazing fight. I mean, you know, Dustin Poirier, and Michael Chandler, a fight that had a ton of build, a ton of hype on it, and it delivered. That first round was incredible. It delivered. Fuck. I mean, you want to talk about the odds again? Pretty interesting. I think Dustin ended up. What is it? 200? 200. About More 200. Like which like I kind of felt was a little wide. And like at first I was really confident. Like, oh, that's, that's no problem. But then like the closer I was getting, I was like, and we were talking about it. Like, and what kind of happened in the second round is Chandler could out-wrestle him for three rounds. You know? Like, the first be round. strong. It was the first round yeah. in Chandler's UFC career. Mm-hmm. Instead of maybe Oliveira. Uh, but like, it was the first round where it's like, okay. You're fighting to your strengths. And you're win. fighting how yeah. you should fight. Yeah, and I and I liked this fight too because it definitely seemed like Michael Chandler wanted to win. It was one of those fights where oh, for sure. again it was all he wasn't as much hype as he had normally been. Like he wanted to win this fight so he can get mm-hmm. a big payday with McGregor or event if he wanted another title run, he could do it with Dustin, yeah. you know. So like I definitely liked this that fight going into it and seeing Michael Chandler wrestle the way he did proved to me that it was a real fight. Like this was a real, real fight. So um you, you think- that first round, like see why I said delivered dude you think about it right like going into the third round out of the 10 minutes chandler had pretty convincingly won nine of them yeah because he dominated the second round yeah right like there were cards out there i guarantee there's a card 10-8 card out there mm-hmm. i don't think it should have been didn't do enough damage but right. and then he no, won he wrestled on top of him the for first four five minutes, minutes he won the striking exchanges oh in the first round yeah oh yeah he won the striking exchanges like it, it was competitive but he won mm-hmm. and then fucking got but he didn't lit. win the first round i don't think no 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 he didn't but, but he, he's saying for the four the, minutes of the, the first, first round four minutes four minutes I, I don't know if it was it that long yeah, yeah i think so yeah. i, don't no, know I mean dustin minutes. lit I him maybe like two three maybe like no he wrestled him for at least three in and the first, in the first minute of the fight like chandler was moving forward <clears throat> throwing more i would say but yeah. wildly throwing where poirier was a little more land but landing yeah, uh, I I think that I think that go, I get what you're saying. I we watch it. Saying. It was the first four minutes. Like okay. at the end of four minutes, fine, three and a half. Yeah, I get he what you're was saying. winning I get majority. Chandler was going to win the first round. Yes, right. Okay, yeah, I, and then I he gets that. absolutely lit up <laughs> yeah. the last lit minute. Up. Yeah, but that's and Dustin, man. I mean, you can't. Me, and I felt that going in that Dustin's boxing was yes way greater than Chandler. Way if there wasn't a discrepancy in any of their abilities, it's Dustin's boxing specifically. Hundred percent. What are you gonna say? No, I felt like in this fight that, to me, Chandler wanted it more than Dustin did. And I don't I, the the fight you you saw it when they went to Dustin's corner after the second round, and it's like, and Dustin's kind of like yeah whatever you know I got this and they're like no, you need to fucking go win this round. I think it was yeah at the end of the second. Yeah. It was the end of the they're second. Like, well, yeah, and go. he was like all right and goes out there and finishes them. Like I just kind of felt like 
it, don't don't get me wrong. Chandler fought really well, and I thought it was a really close fight. But I don't feel like Dustin in his head was ever worried about it. I don't think you should mistake his composure for care. Like Dustin's a composed uh, guy. He's been in wars. I don't think that that was, means he was when like you looking watch past Dustin's it. fights. You know, people again. Like he's not a high volume guy, and like I think people mistake that and kind of like they mistake kind of his pace of fighting for like either his cardio issues or like you just said a care in this fight where he just kind of fights very methodically throughout his fights. I think he's kind of always well. in it because of yeah. That, so I but. I th- again, but where another huge advantage was that cardio advantage that Dustin ended Way, up having, huge like advantage. which is a problem for Chandler. Yeah, Chandler was clearly. Yeah, I, and, I, and it sounds bad, but I just think it's hard because we talked about is Chandler's just so muscled at 155 mm-hmm. that it hurts his cardio so much. He, I well, don't he, even know if it's a muscle. I think there's no it, pace to his game. Yeah, the way he fights. Well, is that very, too. But it's all muscly guys like that. Like. It's hard for him to cut all that weight. We've talked about but that before. Dustin looked way bigger than him in this fight. I don't think it was way bigger, to be I honest I thought he looked you. way bigger. He was like... I Chandler thought, walks out, and he has tree trunks for biceps, and he's got roots coming out of his biceps. That man is thick. Yeah, I don't think he looked bigger. I was watching it, and when they were standing up... Even at weigh-ins, I know I like, like you were talking about like, like Chandler's wearing lifts in his shoes, <laughs> but he, he didn't he seem was. that much taller, though, either. No, like he a, did seem... I, to me, I didn't think so. Rewatch it, because I remember watching this fight specifically going... Dustin looks huge. Dustin's just but the wide. Thing, but the thing about Dustin Dustin's wide is back Des- Dustin's most dangerous in the pocket. Oh yeah, Dustin in, in a the phone booth. booth yeah. Oh, that's that's so like the reach advantage doesn't matter because he doesn't fight long. Chandler is actually the one that fights from distance because mm-hmm. he explodes from far, throws big looping shots. Right. You know whatever, he's trying to land the big one. Dustin's the one who's in tight. Like you put Dustin up against the cage, like he's fine. Like let, he and that happened a lot too. Yeah. But he, when Chandler was smart when they did do that, he would go for the he would go for the takedown. Yes, yeah. Chandler fought that fought a very good fight. Like he wanted to win, like we talked about. Like, he even, did. even, even the, in that third round, even like he the went sub, for the takedown and he ended up getting. Subbed. It was it was kind of bad luck too. Like, like well, I think Dustin again was had had you know had the more gas in the tank and was able to well, kind of get out and scramble and win. Also, I think one thing with Chandler's game is the distinct. The distinctness, distinctness of how good he is when he has you on his back, as opposed to how bad he is when he's on his back. I, I mean, think, he's not that bad on his back. I mean, you, I thought the fight was over instantly as soon as he went on his back. No, to, but you know, you know, it's just funny about part of that gas tank though. I that think has, he's tired. Yeah, but what's but, funny about Chandler fights is the fact that he gets knocked I mean, out he, by Oliveira but subbed by Dustin. Well, I was just gonna say he, <laughs> Oliver, he had Oliveira yeah, on Oliver. his back. No, Oliveira was on his back, and he, he didn't got sub him. Yeah, like that's the best submission artist in UFC history. He's not that bad on his back. I just think he was uh, really tired in this fight. Maybe uh, maybe he was just tired. I when he controlled it when he had. He was really in control of that second round when he was on I top. Think, I mean, he, the guy had a blast. Oh, and nose. Chandler was on top. Yeah, no, he. Yeah. Well, as soon as Dustin got him down, it Dude, was he's like, a, got his back, fight over. He's a great wrestler. Yeah, he is. You know, and it was good to see him finally wrestle. As yes. we've been saying, like if he would have fought that game plan against Justin Gaethje, he wins that fight. Yeah. You know, like that's the funniest part about 100%. Michael Chandler. So, but I mean, you're obviously not the biggest Chandler guy. I mean, what did you take away from this fight from him and in the UFC? It was impressive for Chandler. Yeah. It, it was. I thought it... But do you, uh, you, you give a little more respect for him now, would you say? I mean, I think he is who he is. I, I, I think... <laughs> my problem always doing with Chandler is he walked into the UFC expecting to be on the pedestal because of what he had accomplished in, his, in Bellator before this, right? And Dana hated it, and I hated it, and... 
he's getting proven that he's not one Dana of the, didn't hate it. Dana gave him a title shot. I know, in but, Dan, but you know Dana wanted him to get his fucking head knocked off in Oh, all I don't fight. think so. They say he Oh is, yeah, they did. Dana that's did. why that's why they say Dana White privilege. Like Dana likes Chandler. He loves but, him now. But he wanted him to get his fucking head knocked off in those first couple fights. Because he doesn't want a guy that runs Bellator to come over here and run UFC to seeing that they're comparable. He wouldn't that, have signed him then. No, he wanted him to come get beat up and show how dominant the uh, UFC was. I don't think he, I, think I don't I don't think he signed the top guy in Bellator thinking he's gonna get I do lit think, up. I do think he thought Dan Hooker was gonna beat him initially. But then once like Dana saw what Michael Chandler's brought to the UFC, I think he loves him now. No, oh, I think he likes him he now. I, him. I agree with that. I I don't know. I think Chandler I don't even think Chandler people talk what about Michael Chandler and Bellator anymore. I think he's he's a UFC guy. Yeah, now, he is, but he's know? not he's not a two he's and three. Never be, two and three. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, funny. It's top competition, but two and three. Very top competition. But, um, does, I mean, I guess we can talk about this in the next fight. I'm just thinking about Dustin in the future because it's just hard. It's just hard to make matchups for either of these guys. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more in the in the next uh, fight. But <clears throat> Wei Li um, submits um, Carlos Sparza in a dominant, dominant fight. I mean, how big did Wei Li look in this fight? She is so, like, stacked. Dude, she- I just think she, like,. Again, like she is so incredibly fit. I told I told Kev, she fucks like, up Sterling. She's a tank. <laughs> like she is a, just a tank. Like she's, she's short and she's small and like she's com- I just think she's compact. I really like, she's like goes. a fucking spring loaded. You know I was what I mean? all I, love it. I was all about Whaley. Yeah. Like from the beginning on this fight, but I kind of feel bad for Esparza. She's getting booed and shit. Like what? Like she's not a bad fight. Like she's a fake. She's champ. a fake champ, but that's not her fault. Like she, I agree. You know what I mean? Like they should I like boo Esparza. her. Like that's I don't know. I feel bad for her because she's a grind. She's grinded, man. Yeah, like I mean, she she I was like an original. You thought you would have booed her if you're in no MSG? no. I don't dislike Esparza. I'd rather have her than Rose. I fucking hate Rose. <laughs> True. I'll boo Rose. I'll boo the fuck out of Rose. <laughs> yeah. Give me that rematch. Well, that's coming. No, I mean, give me Esparza. I don't even want Rose to fucking sniff a title. Esparza Rose again? Esparza Rose again? Let's rematch the worst fight in UFC No, no, no. I say give me Esparza away Lee again before you oh, give Rose a oh, title. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Just because yeah. I fucking hate Rose. Oh, I don't, I'm down I don't with that. want her to have a chance. Like, I'm I, down with that. Her, her attitude, her... Oh, dude, I can't stand her. Yeah. Like, No, I'm down with that. I, so, you know, I can't stand Anything off on this fight? It was kind no, of... No, I mean... I just thought the line wasn't big enough, personally. Yeah, it. Rarely I do I look more. at 340 yeah. as a line and be like, there's value there. My biggest was, yeah, it was Whaley and Blanchfield. And again, I don't usually bet women's MMA a lot, but yeah. that, those that, were the two biggest locks. Just parlaying those two together, yeah. worth it. And it wasn't bad odds. I think I bet like 200 and I won like 150 on it. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't terrible Solid. for what I thought they were. And um, I, I, you know, I'm happy Whaley's a champion. I think she's the rightful champion. I think she's been the best in this division for the last couple of years now. So I'm happy she has the belt again. And um, it's exciting, you know, like... Women's straw weight, you know, when Rose and Asparza fight, like that's those aren't exciting matchups. Like Wei Lee's an exciting fight. Oh hell yeah! Like she can, she will help any pay per view card there is. So yeah, I'm very excited that she's the champion. Yeah. I think Dana should be excited. I think it's good for the UFC that she's yep. the champion again. Good 100%. for the brand too. Let's talk the main event now. Holy okay. shit! Let me holy give, shit. Let me get a little background in this before, so I'm gonna be biased, right? Going into this fight, okay, I had Izzy by decision. Yeah, at plus one ten. And add Izzy in the last leg of a four leg parlay. Yeah. So Ooh. let's get that straight. So as we talk about this. Fight. Yeah, and that's fine because, I mean, obviously a ton of build going into this fight. I mean, Pereira's knocked out Izzy twice in kickboxing. They fight here. Pereira, and again, it's just funny. Like he's fought. Well, this is his fourth fight in the UFC, and he's you know very fast tracked to this title shot. And some people were doubting him. The line was about minus two hundred. Izzy going in. I think at close. Um, and the fight itself, as it played out 
was a really good fight. And again, we talked about Michael Chandler going out there and trying to win. Like Izzy did everything he could to win this fight, and this, I think that was very impressive for me. But this, the way you, the way you make that sound, the way that sounds fucking sounds bad to me. Why? Like he did everything he could to win this fight. He did and like, and I, I agree, you're not wrong. But the way that makes that sound is like he just wasn't good enough to win, and I don't think that was the case. I think he was the better fighter, but he got caught, and I understand that. But I don't think, like in the Chandler scenario, Chandler did everything he could to win that fight, and I don't think it was good enough. Izzy did everything he could to win that fight, and but the difference and the problem again with MMA, it's not the same, and you're, you're thinking of it from you know like a team sport, like it doesn't matter in MMA at the end of the day who the better fighter is. What well, mattered is the fact that Pereira knocked out Izzy in well, the fifth and one, round. One, like, that, that you're just, you're arguing for skill sets. Yeah. That's all it is. You, yeah. you are valuing yeah. somebody who can, you know, stay at a distance and manage the octagon for 25 minutes more than you're valuing the guy who has knockout power in the fifth round. Who did it? You're just valuing one more than the other. Everybody always, I don't want to say everybody, but like the thought was always what one of two things is probably going to happen. Izzy is going to outpoint him. Or, or Alex is going to land the big one. And unfortunately, in this one, Alex was able to land the big one the before Izzy was able to outpoint him. Those were their strong suits. Uh, Those were their talents. Uh, yeah. Alex's way to victory was never uh, going to be dominance over five rounds. No. He needed to land it, and he landed it. And he was throwing it the entire fight. That left hook, yeah. he was throwing it the entire he fight. He was like spamming it at yes, times. It was he like, wanted that left hook He knew hook to that, land that so that's, what, that's what's going to win him the fight. The same way that Izzy's going to piece up certain guys with leg kicks and stay from the outside. That's I, his That's his rabbit. But I don't, I, don't nec- I, I get what you're saying, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. Like, what do you disagree with? I don't understand what you disagree with. Like, well, obviously, like, that's my problem. Like, I love the UFC, and I understand it, and it's what makes it great, but I, it also what frustrates me, right, is Izzy won that fight up until that point and was going to win that fight. He got knocked took, out. But... Okay, well, Pereira, Pereira pretty much got knocked out too. If you want to go that route, so. uh, also the the one was after the bell. Let's just let's no, just... it wasn't. It was not after the bell. It was the bell rang clean. and he wasn't knocked out. Did he though. lose a point for it? No, like the bell rang wasn't... and he wasn't knocked out though. No bell rang and Adesanya got knocked out. I mean, and he and Alex stood up and won the next round. Yeah, so he doesn't he get knocked out round. and then he walks back well, let, out. Let's and talk wins more the about round. the fight. That's a minute. You have a minute break. There let's break down each of the of the timing rounds. matters. Adesanya wins the first round and what what Cy is referring to is. Adesanya hits Pereira with a big overhand right and then a left follows it up and Pereira is very visibly wobbled he is like borderline on his feet knocked out second round comes out and Pereira actually ends up winning that round he, he actually takes down Izzy which was very surprising as well but was able to outpoint uh, Adesanya in that round third round Adesanya comes back and he actually wrestles again mm-hmm. he takes down Pereira and takes care of business and wins that third round which again was very impressive for the sense that wow I lost that round I need to come back and win that round yep. and that's what I liked seeing from Izzy yeah, I agree. where he was like I'm the champion I need to get it done here fourth round Adesanya does again outpoints him just keeps picking him apart staying away picking him apart at range doing a nice job the fifth round comes along and this is what we've been talking about which is what, what ended up happening and uh and it's funny is Adesanya had been against the cage at multiple times in the fight, but that left look hook did not land as clean as yep. it did there. And that's what the difference was. He he wobbled him. Izzy again was on his feet, still bobbing and weaving. He landed another couple, stumbled, gets back up, keeps going, lands another one. Then the ref calls it. Um, you know, that's obviously been very controversial itself. You know, um, the stoppage. 
Izzy's, However, coach, Izzy's coach just said it was a good stoppage. Izzy said it was fine. Yeah. Like, he wasn't too upset with the stoppage. He, he said, I would have liked to have kept going. He said he wanted to go out he on felt, his shield. Yeah, he stuff. felt like he was lucid in the moment. But he even said, like, yeah, I, I, my eyes rolled back a little bit. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, CY is obviously going to feel type of way about so, the stoppage. But I personally... We've seen we've seen guys like that yeah. right? in that in that state, right? And a striker, not a Izzy, you know, or like Izzy, not a wrestler, not a guy who's got good ga- ground game. Mm-hmm. Like Izzy's not going to shoot a takedown and hold on to him. Yeah, it's not his game. Like and, and, and be able to recover. Like there was a minute plus left mm-hmm. in the round. Like if you, I, I want to say there was more because <clears throat> I think like the two under hit. Yeah, so it's like I was taking, I think four and a half okay. hit. No. Was it the under hit? I think four and a half hit. So several minutes left, yeah. right? Like. Could you make a case for it being somewhat early? Okay. I mean, I personally don't like, do we have to see a guy fucking hit the canvas face first for it to be like a stoppage? No. I mean, if you don't stop it right then and 10 seconds go by and Izzy, who's not throwing, he took 17 unanswered strikes. Yikes. It wasn't like Izzy was throwing back. Yeah, he was just moving. He was clearly just trying to escape. It's not like he was moving like... He wasn't moving well either. <laughs> it's like he was Three running. seconds before they called it, he hit the canvas. Yeah, and I think Ferrer like, was going to hit it again. Like he was going point. out. Like, yeah, and that's where I think. I think. It, I don't think it was a bad stop. I think Izzy, you know. again, like like you said, I do want to see him go down, down because yes. he's the champion. I think I get he's that. deserved that. I get and that. He's a really good yeah. champion for the UFC, so it's hard to see him go down without going out, out. However,. I do think Prayer probably finds one more that really puts him out yes. anyway. That's 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 yeah, where it's hard for me to say that it was a bad stoppage or a good stoppage because he was not in a good spot. No. And it was hard because, like, Izzy had got out of that same position multiple times in that fight, you know? So that's the other thing that kills me, too, is, like, he got cornered, and we would even say, like, in the second or third round, like, get out of there, get out of there. Mm-hmm. And then he would. Yes. But it landed. Yep. And I mean, but it landed there. I, I liken it. That's the hard it, part. I liken it to, okay, Give me uh, Derek Brunson wrestling, right? <laughs> Derek Brunson knows that he's going to win a fight by shooting takedowns and yeah. then laying on someone. Pereira knows he's going to win that fight by landing a left hook. Yeah, That's the only thing he was looking for all fight. He mm-hmm. just got it. I don't think that that's a fluke. There's nothing fluky about that. Right. If it happens in the second round, it's not a fluke. But because it happens in the fifth, it is. I don't. I think it this was... This was less fluky to you than the Usman fight. Way less fluky. Yeah. Way less fluky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great, great job by Edwards. I don't want to take anything away from him, but... If this fight happens again, do we think are we shocked if if Pereira knocks him out again? No. If Edwards and Usman fight again, are we shocked if Edwards fights yeah. knocks him out again? I yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. See why anything to add here? You've always been on the other side here. Um I mean, I, I thought it was early stoppage, but I I I think they did it for a reason. You know, I think we had in our group chat someone made a good point. Like they were trying to protect Izzy a little bit for a rematch. They don't want him to go completely out which i thought he probably would have went out eventually but i like to see it you know what i mean like he still I has his, convinced he still has this to your point he still like is he still at least at face value still has his confidence about him he yeah. wants it like he doesn't like have any reservations and i do think if he goes back in there he still fights like is he they're gonna which save is it good. they're gonna save they saved it for a rematch his which... chin's probably not dead because he just you no, know because of this he's right fine. I mean, his it... knockout previously from prayer way worse yeah i just felt worse. he was like flat yeah i just feel bad out. It's sad. It's I, I felt bad because I, I thought Izzy, Izzy was winning the like Izzy was the better fighter. Like, well, and, and that's what I was saying. Like, he throughout the fight was doing champion shit. Like, he went out there and wrestled at times well, when he when he yeah. felt that he had an advantage. He, he used his experience. Him, he used he, his experience as an MMA fighter. Yes, and I was over, very happy to see him fight that fight. Like, I, I almost was, it kind of fired group. me up because again, like, 
I've been pretty critical of Izzy on his last couple of fights, saying that, oh, yeah. he's coasting, he does this and that. Like, he grinded in this fight. He tried to fucking knock his ass out. And like, he almost did, yeah. Like, he wasn't just running around the ring. And no, no, Izzy point, fought a great fight. He was trying to knock his ass out. And it's he just, almost put his ass down. No, he did. He Ten did. more seconds in that first round, the fight's probably, over. Probably, probably. But ultimately, he didn't. And that's what uh, sucks. Like, it does no. suck. But, like, and that's why MMA is so different than other sports is that yeah. you can't hit, and I said this, you, know, you can't hit a 20.3 point shot to win a game. You can hit a yeah. fucking Hail Mary no, left push. hook and knock out the champ after you've lost three straight rounds. Well, I almost like, texted that the, happens in MMA. Well, and it, it happened. Impressive about Izzy too is I almost texted the group like, oh, we're watching we're paying for like a elite kickboxing match right now. But it it turned into like a full MMA fight. What like, was funny yeah, about that fight? Yeah, it did. What was funny about that fight too was like Yes, if it is, Izzy would have won by decision again if that happened. That fight was still way more exciting and way, way more challenging yes. than any of his other fights. It was beforehand. a very good fight. It was. Izzy like even Pereira well. winning that second round after almost getting knocked out, like that was impressive. I, do you think Pereira is like gonna hold the belt for a long time? I don't know. It depends on who. the The difference with him is Pereira is so much more beatable than Izzy. Yes, um, but he's the only guy that matches up against Izzy in this way. But I don't think like like because I told I told Kev as soon as the fight was over, I said Derek Brunson beats Pereira. <laughs> Wow, dude! Wow. I think he it's does. Bold. Dude, I really think he does. Yeah, you get, so you get a wrestler in there. Uh, like Pereira stands straight up and down. Yes, he his has back leg is well, straight up. His not takedown, even that. He's not gonna be able to maintain that weight. Well, he's just, way too fucking so big, big for but that. But even, class. but like I'm just saying, like his ability for like takedown defense zero. It's yeah. got to be almost nothing. Yeah, he's, well, he's strong and he's bigger than everyone in there. Like, yeah, but Brunson was the first will, time that Adesanya fought anyone that was as big bigger, or bigger than yeah, him. Yeah. You heard it first, Dana White, book it, Brunson, new champ. <laughs> he's he's good thing he listens. So we'll see if he books that. But no, the rematch the rematch um will be incredibly exciting. I think mm-hmm. I saw Izzy minus like one thirty opening line. Oh. So they still have him as the favorite. I think it's fair. Based Do on you? the way the fight went. I think it's fair. Yeah, and I think it'll be because bet to pretty much an even. You're still you're still like if you're and I, I had Pereira winning this fight, but if you you're still betting on Pereira yeah. for a knockout and a knockout is not going to be as sure of a thing it never will be like if that's your path to victory I just you know what pisses me off and I and I do agree like in this point like our buddies in our group chat saying Pereira easy money at the end of it that's stupid that like I hate that, that I hate so that mad. text I hate that, that tweet because so people are tweeting it you know like that's dumb I'm so smart like for betting that easy like, money because you got a fifth round knockout easy you were guys. sweating 20 minutes of that fight 21 and a half minutes of that as fight you, you were yeah. like you were like fuck like I just threw away mm-hmm. whatever I threw away so I that, think, that was annoying I, I think in say. the I think in the in the rematch uh, whatever the under is bet it if it's four and a half you think someone's going out I think someone's going out I like that all right. I said it. I think Izzy could have knocked him out. He almost did. Yeah. All right. All right. That's episode one of the week. We'll be back tomorrow for episode two. Um, thanks for listening in. That's our recap episode. Um, like, subscribe, YouTube. Um, actually, not on YouTube yet, but Twitter, Instagram, uh, iTunes, Spotify. So we're out. Thanks. Thanks.